serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Renegades going for their third win in a row after last night's absolute thriller. And for the first time all year, let's see if they can get three straight W's if they take this one against St. Joe tonight. Welcome in, everyone. I'm Ben Schmidt on the Show Me Sports Network, bringing you what is a very abbreviated pregame show due to some planning errors on my part. So I apologize for that. But you don't need a pregame because surely you were listening to last night's absolute marathon of a game that ended with a walk-off single by Taylor Hopkins in the 11th inning to give the Renegades a 6-5 victory. As now we're back tonight for the second straight home game and player introductions are already going on right in front of me. Almost every renegade is out there. A couple of them being accompanied by dogs. It's Bark at the Park night. Some of the pups here at the yard are up for adoption. It's pretty cool as I look out there. Colby Ott. Actually not Colby Ott. I believe it's Jackson Glovich. Now Colby joining in on the front. Both of them have a dog with them in the middle infield that they're playing with. The pitcher, first base, and catcher duo have one out at the mound. And so do all the outfielders. So it's a pretty cool sight to see and I'm going to have to explain that a little bit more in just a moment is due to the little bit of a late start, we're already rolling into the national anthem. So as we get to that, I'm going to send it to a quick break. I'll have more before we get going. We're back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades and Mustangs in just a second. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Exactly 7 p.m. here in Jefferson City, Missouri as we are out at the ballpark at Vivian Field and the ceremonial first pitch just thrown. believe one of the members of the company that they have tonight with the pups that are up for adoption. So, Miss Nowen, if you're not here at the ballpark, there's so much going on in this Sunday evening, the second of two Sunday games that the Renegades play at home this regular season. It is not only Bark at the Park night, so fans have brought theirs along with the ones up here at the ballpark but it's also free ice cream night so in just a little bit fans will be able to go over and grab some ice cream in the first inning and it's also church night here at the ballpark so renegades will be making a donation to the church that has brought the most bulletins to this sunday night home game so so much going on at the ballpark but for those of you not in attendance listening in on the broadcast i'll hope to bring you all of the coverage and let you know what's going on all night long so abbreviated pregame show but to recap real quick what happened last night the renegades and the bombers were tied at five heading to extra innings this one took 11 to get the final score, but Taylor Hopkins, a pinch hit appearance last night in the bottom of the 11th inning, and he came up clutch off the bench with a walk-off RBI single down the right field line. May have even been ruled a walk-off double as he was on his way to second base when the runner scored to end the ballgame. But regardless, he ended it driving in Luke Fuller home from second base and gave the Renegades a walk-off victory. Their second in a row as they beat Nevada 10-4 on Friday and then today last night 6-5. But now they've got three in a row on their sights and that'll have to come against the St. Joseph Mustangs tonight. A team they have not played yet. We're supposed to meet one prior time earlier in this regular season. But that game that was scheduled to be played in St. Joseph got rained out so this is the first time these two will meet off day tomorrow and then again in st joe on tuesday the makeup game from that rain out so the now eight and nine renegades facing the 15 and seven st joseph mustangs mustangs on a roll they've won five in a row so a tall task for the renegades tonight 
as the final warm-up pitch has just been thrown by Ty Wilmsmeyer. The Renegades have their own version of Shohei Otani going tonight as Wilmsmeyer is making the start at both the designated hitter spot and in the pitcher spot. So he will take the mound for the Renegades, and then once he leaves the mound, he'll get to stay in the rest of this one at the DH draw. I'll get to the lineups in a second. Now we're ready to go. First batter, Brady Holden, stepped in the box. Wilmsmeyer making his home debut on the mound, and his first pitch misses low for ball 1-0. So for the visiting St. Joseph Mustangs, Brady Holden plays off and plays center. Dylan Carey bats second at short. Jack Wagner, the first baseman, bats third. Carl, Carl Corper, the DH, bats fourth as this pitch is going to be a called strike. 101 now on Holden. So Corper, the DH, bats fourth. Michael Pauly bats fifth at third. Ryan Keske, the left fielder in the sixth spot. Jax Heimel, the catcher, bats seventh as Wilmsmeyer's 1-1 pitch does find the zone. A little bit of a delayed call. So now one and two. To round out this Mustangs lineup, Petrosino and right at eighth. That's Tyler Petrosino. And then Noah Bodenhausen, the second baseman, bats ninth. Garrett Johnson, Garrett Johnson pitching. This pitch is just high. That was almost strike three looking. Don't know if I'd take that one again if I was holding. So the count now evens up at two balls and two strikes. Wilmsmeyer was already on the mound before the batter holding back into the box. He's looking to get this at bat over with. This pitch low and inside. It's now three and two. One more time for the Mustangs lineup. It's Holden, Kerry, Wagner, Corper, Pauli, Keski, Heimo, Petrosino, Bodenhausen with Johnson on the mound. I'll get to the Renegades lineup here when they come to the plate. 3-2 pitch it in the air, out of play to the left side. So we'll do it again. Once again, the full count pitch to the leadoff hitter, Brady Holden. Do apologize for a little bit of a late start tonight, but hope you're able to get the gist of what we got going on. Just underway at Vivian Field at Bark in the Park and Ice Cream Social Nights. First batter that starting pitcher in DH Ty Wilmsmeyer is facing. It's Brady Holden. Here's a 3-2. Up high and away, and that's a leadoff walk to get things going for the Mustangs, a team that's comes in on scorching hot roll, winning their last five to push them to 15-7. and seven. Although the Renegades have one back-to-back, -back, so they're feeling it. Mustangs are second in their division, trailing the Clorinda A's, although Mustangs have more wins than the A's at 15-14, to 14, but the A's only have five losses compared to the Mustangs' seven. Renegades sit at 8-9. They're now second in the South Division, trailing only Joplin, the Joplin Outlaws, who they have already faced five times. This first pitch fouled off out of play, now 0-1 to Dylan Carey. In the field for the Renegades is Wagner in left, Forte in center, Matishak in right, Jackson Lowish at third, Hopkins at short, Ott at second, going at first with Rocker Bauer. Behind the plates, I'll get you the order that those guys will hit in in just a moment. So now back in after the foul ball is Dylan Carey. Brady Holden, who walked, leads off of first base. This pitch finds the zone now, moving ahead quickly. Wilmsmeyer 0-2. He was ahead of Brady Holden in a one-ball, two-strike count before losing him to a full count walk. He currently leads off first base. He's held on by Gorling. Last night's starting pitch for the Renegades. He's at first tonight. 0-2 pitch. Ring him up. Called strike three. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And Dylan Carey is sent packing for out number one to get Wilmsmeyer's evening going. So quickly bouncing back is Wilmsmeyer. Needs just three pitches to dispose of Carey. Well, strikes him out looking. And that's the first out of the night for the Mustangs. So Jack Wagner will step in, the first baseman, right-handed batter. Bats with runner on first base, one out, just underway in the top of the first inning. Renegades looking to win their third straight after back-to-back -back wins against Nevada and Sedalia. They've got an off day tomorrow. Runner takes his lead. Here's the first pitch inside. Snap throw to first. Back in time safely is holding. It's now 1-0 on Jack Wagner. Car Carl Corper, for whatever reason, the double K right there is throwing me off. 
Already had trouble. I'll have to get used to that one. But he waits on deck. Michael Pauly in the hole. Back into the box now as is Wagner. 1-0 pitch. Just snaps the inside corner. That's 1-1. Wagner actually ducked out of the way. Thought that one was going to come in enough to, to maybe even get him. Wolfsmeyer came with the movement, though, and it found its way into the strike zone. It's now one ball, one strike counts. This, this game started with a leadoff walk to Brady Holden before Dylan Carey just struck out looking. 1-1 one, one pitch hit in the air. Runner was going, but it looks like the Renegades will have out number two. Matishak circles under it and makes the catch, and that'll send Holden back to first base. Back-to-back -back batters retired by Wilmsmeyer, and he's now an out away from pitching a scoreless first inning. We'll see if they try to put Holden in motion again here now with two outs. He was running on that 1-1 one, one pitch before Wagner skied out to medium right field with Matishak. A pretty easy time getting under that one. By the way, back-to-back -back nights, and Matishak is no longer sporting the red cleats. He's going with the white ones once again. Renegades wearing their blue jerseys with the white pants. Meanwhile, the Mustangs have red jerseys with gray pants. Runner going. This pitch fouled off, and that'll be 0-1-1 to Carl Corper. So back-to-back -back pitches where Brady Holden has been off and running. We'll see if they try and put him in motion for a third straight. Renegades playing straight-up defense in the infield. Gorling does hold the runner on at first base. Wolfsmeyer facing the left-handed batting Corper ahead and now an 0-1 count. Runner not going. Here's the pitch. Hit high in the air, but that gets over our heads and out of play. But now 0-2 on Corper as Wolfsmeyer looks for his second strikeout of this first inning. Wolfsmeyer's made only two starts before this, but he's looked really good. Something he has not done, he said, since high school. In his last time out, he got the win. Went five innings, four strikeouts, four hits. Gave up two runs, only one earned, and took the win when the Renegades beat Joplin. Pitch hit. Out of play, and we'll do the 0-2 pitch once again. That was Wilmsmeyer's second start. Was on a pitch count limit his first time he took the mound this season. He only went third, three innings in that start. Struck out three and allowed one. So he's only given up two earned runs, and now eight innings pitched. After the foul ball, I believe a cup came onto the field, so Colin Shreves will go and retrieve that from the umpire. Shreves was everywhere last night. Played third, also pitched, so... Rightfully given the night off tonight, he's in Jim Schwartz. No chance we see him this evening. 0-2 pitch coming once again to Corper. Runner not going. This one grounded foul. And we'll stay put at 0-2. A couple foul balls in a row has kept this battle going between Corper and the pitcher, Wilmsmeyer. Wilmsmeyer going to be doing it all, both pitching and batting. With the DH, haven't seen that a whole lot this season with the Mink League. But Wilmsmeyer, good enough bat. You want to keep him in the lineup, and he's at DH batting second tonight. 0-2 pitch again. Hit in the air out to shallow left field. Shortstop going out. Left fielder coming in. And the left fielder, Wagner, is going to call it and make the catches. Just avoiding a collision was the Renegades between Wagner and Hopkins. But thankfully, they're all right. They pop up and run off to the dugout. So at Bark in the Park night, we'll head to the bottom of the first inning after Ty Wilsmeyer pitched a scoreless first. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. 
Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering a half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. the bottom of the first inning we go at Vivian Field here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's Renegades coverage and a whole lot of new fans are just filing into the ballpark. It's going to turn out to be a pretty packed house here at Vivian. A whole lot of fans just now coming in. They didn't miss much. All they missed was a scoreless top of the first inning pitched by Ty Wolmsmeyer. And now the Renegades can jump out to a lead here if they can get something going. And that'll start with Adonis Forte once again back in the leadoff spots. He'll face Garen Johnson. First pitch misses low. And now 1-0. Let's get to the lineup for the Renegades. Adonis Forte leads off in center. Ty Wilsmeyer goes with the whole Shohei Otani role tonight at pitcher and DH. He bats second as the 1-0 pitch out and away 2-0. Jack Matishek, the right fielder with a scorching hot bat. He bats third and right. Carter Goring, last night's starting pitcher, bats cleanup at first base. Jackson Lovitz, the third baseman, it's fifth. TJ Rockerbrown behind the plate, bats sixth as now the 2-0 pitch to Forte is fouled back. Now 2-1, number setter, 7 hitter Colby Ott at second base. Cole Wagner, the left fielder, made the catch to end last inning. Hits in the 8th spot, and Taylor Hopkins, last night's walk-off hero in the starting lineup tonight in the ninth spot at shortstop. Ty Wunsmeyer once again on the mound. 2-1 pitch finds the zone of called strikes. Now we're even at 2 balls and 2 strikes. Once again for the running gates, Forte, Wunsmeyer, Matashek, Gorling, Lovich, Rockerbomber, Ott, Wagner, Hopkins. 2-2 pitch, lined out to left center. That's going to get over the head of the shortstop carry and down for a leadoff base hit. Forte with a wide turnaround first, but he'll head on back to the bag. That's a leadoff single, and the Renegades are off and running the bottom of the first. I want to clarify, it's Jackson Lovich in the starting lineup for the Renegades. It's, I always know, never know whether to say for, for the two of them, Ross and Jackson, do I say the whole thing, first and last name, or are we at to the point where you can pretty much guess which one it is? So now Ty Wolmsmeyer takes the batter's box. First pitch misses low on his side, gets away, and Forte is going to be able to move up to second base as the catcher Heimel couldn't find the ball. Ball didn't pitch move away from the catcher by much, but when Heimel couldn't find where it rolled away, Forte was able to go on up to second base. He originally was not going, but then once he saw Heimel spin around unable to find it, he takes seconds. Now on a 1-0 count to Wolmsmeyer, there's already a runner in scoring position. Forte dancing off a second. Here's the 1-0. Low and inside again. Now 2-0 on Wilsmeyer. Back-to-back batters that Garen Johnson has fallen behind. Two balls and no strikes. Wilsmeyer once again will be able to stay in the game once he does leave the mound. It'll just move into the DH roll tonight. 
will tee off a second. They shade him that way, but don't hold him on. Here's the pitch up and away. You now 3-0 and to the number two hitter for the Renegades. So Wilmsmeyer already a chance to do some damage. He came in with a RBI, not an RBI, just a leadoff triple last night, but the Renegades couldn't bring him home. 3-0 pitch, just snaps the inside corner, 3-1. and one. That Wilmsmeyer triple was to lead off the 10th. He came in as a pinch hitter, pinch hitting for Ian Nolfin, tripled down the right field line, and the Renegades had the walk-off run at third with nobody out but couldn't bring him home. As this pitch misses inside, ball four, and back-to-back -back base runners to get this thing going for Jefferson City. Renegades obviously were still able to walk it off and get the win. The inning after Wilsmeyer tripled thanks to Taylor Hopkins scoring Luke Fuller. And now Renegades in business starting this game off in the bottom of the first inning. Forte led this off with a single to left and then Ty Wilsmeyer just walked. So first and second, nobody out as Jack Matichek will step in. His first pitch is swung on a miss now 0-1 to the Renegades right fielder. Matichek was all over the base pass last night. He had a four hits in his six at bat, all four singles. One of them drove in a run as well. Forte still off a second base. This pitch is swung on a miss. Now a no ball, two strike counts. Blake did just remind me, as I mentioned at the start of this broadcast, how he's wearing the white shoes again. Maybe that was what gave him the four hits. First time we've seen him without the red ones, and he gets four hits last night. So maybe he's in store for good things again. 0-2 pitch on the way, hit out to shallow right field. It's going to split the gap, and that's going to go all the way to the wall. Forte on his way in, Wilsmeyer right on his heels. Matishek into second, the throw to the plate. Wilsmeyer slide, he's in there safely. Wilsmeyer was only a couple steps behind Forte, but more than enough speed to score all the way to him first base. As once that one got down, it bounced all the way out to the wall. And that's a two-RBI double to get things going for the Renegades. And Matishek continues to torch the baseball. Forte, who led this game off with a single to left, scores from first base. Wilmsmeyer showing off the wheels. That's an athletic pitcher for you. He scores all the way from first base on the slide. And Matichek coasted into second base, and all three Renegades batters have reached. So now a 2-0 score. No outs into the bottom of the first. In steps Carter Gorling. First pitch snaps in there for a called strike. That one had some movement to it. Couldn't tell whether the right fielder Petrosino or the center fielder Holden at first had a play in that ball, but then once that found the gap, Wilmsmeyer got an excellent break off first, and that's what allowed him to come around and score. Oh, one pitch skips in there. Matichek will stay put at second base. 1-1 one, one count now on Gorling. Forte was almost back towards second base in an attempt to tag up had that ball been caught. But the runner on first base, Wilmsmeyer, was about halfway, so those two crossed the plate relatively right after each other. 1-1 pitch on the way, swung on a miss as Gorling swung over the top of that one. So now he's behind 1-2. and two. Renegades on top 2 to nothing thanks to 2-RBI double to the right center field gap by Jack Matishek. So it is, I, I think we can certainly maybe make a case that it is the cleats at this point. With 5 hits in his last 7 at-bats. 1-2 pitch, in there, called strike 3, and Gorling is retired for the first Renegades out. That off-speed pitch had for mo some movement and found the inside corner for strike three. So, Garen Johnson records his first victim of the night. It's a strikeout looking, but still a runner on second with only one out now for Jackson Lovich. Lovich wearing the white pants, but his have a red stripe going down them, so those must be his own and not ones for the Renegades. 
First pitch it high in the air out to left field. It's playable. Coming in is the left fielder Keski. He's got a play in shallow left and makes the catch. One pitch needed to get Lovich to fly out, and that is out number two. So after the Matashek, two RBI double, back-to-back outs recorded by the starting pitcher Garen Johnson. Already given up two in the inning. Chance for more if TJ Rockerbomber come out with, come up with some two-out magic. This inning started with an Adonis Forte. Single to left, Ty Wilsmeyer walked, and then both of them scored on Matashek's RBI double. First pitch just going to nab the lower part of the strike zone. Rocker Bomber looks at strike one there. Thought for a moment that missed low and outside, but catcher back there, Heimel, was able to do a pretty good job selling that pitch. So now Owen on the way to Rocker Bomber. This one up and outside. So now we're even a ball and a strike. Colby Ott waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Renegade's already up two to nothing in this bottom of the first. Just about 15 minutes underway at Vivian Field. Matashek off second base. Not a whole lot of movement by him out there. 1-1, bends out of the strike zone now, 2-1. It's quite the difference between Forte, who we saw at second earlier this inning, and who currently out there, Jack Matashek. Forte dancing, really trying to get in the mind of the pitcher, Johnson. Matashek almost just staring him down, not moving a whole lot. 2-1, hit high in the air, out to center field. Center fielder Holden moving in, but it's going to be the shortstop making an athletic falling play. He grabs that one, and it saves what would have been run number three to end the inning. But the Renegades jump out in front thanks to Jack Matashek's two RBI double. We'll head to the second on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The -the state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business to the second inning we go on the show me sports network renegades already on top two to nothing thanks to two first inning runs they sent five batters to the plates actually six batters to the plate and leave head into the second with a two nothing lead if i signed out of breath it's because I in between innings took a trip climbing under the bleachers to retrieve my water bottle so I apologize if you hear some heavy breathing is for someone who's 6'2 where the water bottle fell was not the easiest to grab out of there so Wilsmeyer now back out for his second inning of work on the mound faced four batters in the first a walk and then strikeout and two flyouts He'll go to work here on Michael Polly. First pitch into left field, and that's going to drop into the grass for a lead-off base hit in the second inning. First hit of the evening for the Mustangs. So Polly, the number five hitter and third baseman, gets this second inning going. 
Mustangs now facing a deficit after giving up two in the first. We'll see if they can get something going off of Wilsmeyer, who's only given up two earned runs, three total, in his two previous starts. Went three innings in the first one, five innings in the second one. Making the transition into the starting rotation, something he's not done since high school at the University of Missouri. Strictly just an outfielder. First pitch is just going to miss low and outside. That's to Ryan Keski, the left fielder. So now, Wilsmeyer has given up leadoff base runners in the first two innings. Didn't come back to get him in the first. We'll see if it's the same in the second. This pitch is going to find the zone. Now one ball and one strike on Keski. It'll be Jax Heimel to follow and Tyler Petrosino in the hole. As long as the Mustangs don't ground into a double play at some point in this inning. Quick throw over to first. Back in safely is Pauly. Pauly led off this inning with a single to left field. So now Keski bats with one on and nobody out in the top of the second inning. Renegade's already on top 2-0. Pitch swung on a miss as Wilsmeyer blew the heat past him there. So now it's one and two on the left fielder for the Mustangs. First time these two teams have met all season. We're supposed to meet a couple of weeks ago on Saturday the 11th. Just about a week into the season we're supposed to meet in St. Joe as the one-two pitch is fouled off. Runner was going and we'll do it again. But that game a couple weeks ago was rained out. It's now officially meeting for the first time. They'll face twice here in the next week today. Obviously at Vivian Field and then Tuesday in St. Joe. St. Joe at 15-7. and seven. They've won their last five ball games. Renegades also on a winning streak, but a lot shorter. Only two games. They've improved 8-9. Looking to get back to a 500 record for the first time since they were 2-2. Two and 1-2 two. Two pitch. Bends out of the zone. Batter Keski looked like he wanted to go, but was able to hold the bat up. And so now it's run even to a two ball and two strike counts. Polly was going on the on the 1-1 pitch that was fouled off did not go there we'll see if they put him in motion once again Brady Holden was set in motion a couple times in the first but each time it was on a foul ball quick throw over to first again this time a little bit closer and they picked him off at first Gorling got the tag down just in time and the runner Paulie is standing at first base he cannot believe the call just now leaving the bag as he took his helmet off before even leaving and he gives some choice words over to the umpire he did not like that pickoff call so things quickly change now. Nobody on, one out, and a 2-2 count to Keski. This pitch hit in the air in foul ground. Goring looking to have a play after it, and he makes the catch just in front of the dugout. And in just about 30 seconds, the Renegades get two outs thanks to a pickoff and a pop-up, and now nobody on, two out in this inning. So this inning started with a single to left fielder before Michael Polly was picked off of first base. And then Ryan Keski just popped out to the first baseman. Gorling and now nobody on with two out for Jax Heimel. Mustangs trailing two to nothing. Pitch is just off the inside corner. Now one or no count on Heimel. I said Petrosina would bat as long as the uh, Mustangs don't hit into a double play, but I failed to remember the out on the base pass proposition. I think that was the right use of the word proposition. Maybe not. I'm bound to make some grammar mistakes at least a couple times in the three-hour period that I'm talking. Pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. And that is actually strike three on Jax Heimel. Thought there was one ball in that count, but that's the third strike. And Heimel is retired to end the innings. We'll head to the bottom of the second. Wolfsmeyer, a second scoreless inning on the mound. Renegades lead this one 2 to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. 
Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Renegades come into the plate in this bottom of the second inning. Currently witnessing a scavenger hunt going on here at the ballpark as Blake has asked for a variety of items here in between the middle of the second inning. Asked for a row of coins, I believe a military ID, a bingo card, all some of the things that you should be prepared to bring to the ballpark is on any given moment you never know when a scavenger hunt with Blake Gasway will break out. And you have one of those items that he asked for and you bring it to him, you'll get to spin the prize wheel. So. Last one that just occurred was a $100 bill, and one of the gentlemen sitting in the front row was able to show one, so he'll get to head on over to the table. Renegades now come into the plate, bottom part of their order, 7-8-9. It'll be Colby Ott, Cole Wagner, and Taylor Hopkins before we go back to the top, facing Garen Johnson for the second inning. First pitch to Ott, just high. That one looked a pretty good pitch, but it's now 1-0 to Ott's. He's in at second base tonight for the Renegades. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Swung on and missed. One upstairs to try and connect with that one, but couldn't connect. So now a one ball, one strike count on Ott. Back into the lineup. Here comes Johnson's one ball, one strike pitch. Swung on and missed. One off speed in the dirt, and Ott could not find it there. So now back-to-back -back swinging strikes, and it's a 1-2 count on Jefferson City's second baseman. Renegades up 2 to nothing already. Beautiful night at Vivian Field. 1-2 pitch, grounded off to the left side. This has been one of the more pleasant home games because it's not incredibly hot. There's a little bit of a breeze and also one of the more packed tonight here at the ballpark. We've got a pretty good crowd. Got some free ice cream, got some dogs. What more could you ask for at the ballpark? So now we'll do the 1-2 pitch again after the foul ball. Here's Johnson's delivery. Misses just low and outside. And now we run it even two balls and two strikes. Wagner and Hopkins wait on deck and in the hole for the Renegades looking to add on to what is already a two-run lead. Here comes the 2-2 from Johnson. Lined out to left. That ball sinking fast. Is it going to stay fair? It gets down. That's a hit. Ott's going to make the turn. He's heading to second. The throw in. The slide by Ott. The tag. He is in there safely. Just beat the tag by the shortstop carry. It was a dynamite throw by the left fielder Keski, but Ott with the hustle and just makes it in there for the leadoff double to get the second inning going. That ball was a little looper. It was easily going to fall in. The only question would be whether or not it would stay on the right side of the fair foul line. And once it did, Ottawa is well on his way to second base, just in there ahead of a perfect throw and tag by the Mustangs. Now runner in scoring position, nobody else for Cole Wagner. First pitch, did he go around? It was in the dirt. And they're going to say Wagner 
Did not see the call. They're going to go to appeal. They say he went around. So now all balls and one strike. It was a little bit late because they went to an appeal from the infield umpire. But they say that Wagner went around, chased low in, in the dirt. So now he's in an 0-1 count. Nobody out. One on in this bottom of the second. It's Ott off second base. He's dancing around his pitch up and away. So now 1-1 on Wagner. Hopkins waits on deck before we go back to the top of the Renegades order. It is Forte in the hole. Johnson, starter tonight for the Mustangs, checks Ott, and then will step off the mound before delivering the next pitch to Wagner. Saw Wagner in the lineup a couple nights ago in Nevada. He was in the upper part of the Renegades line and played center and batted second as he swings and fouls this ball off into the mid of the catcher. So now he's in a 1-2 count. Wagner reached twice in that game a couple of nights ago. One single, also scored a run. And now he has to fight in a one-ball, two-strike count with the runner off at second base. Nobody out. Bottom of the second inning. Johnson long look in. Here's the 1-2. Hit in the air foul, and that gets out of play. Renegades will play six days in a row after the off day tomorrow. One doubleheader in that stretch. That'll be against Carroll at home on Wednesday night. Games at 5 and 7 p.m. If you want to come see him in person, one other home game. It'll be against the J.C. Legends on Saturday. That's July 2nd. Here comes the 1-2 to Wagner. This one misses low. Wagner started to take the bat off his shoulder but did not come anywhere close to offering at it. It's now a two-ball, two two-strike count on Wagner. Colby Yacht with a hustle double to get the second inning going. He's at second base with nobody out. Prolonged it bad with Wagner. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Loops in there, but it's just off the plate. And now it's a full ball, full 3-2 count to Wagner. Taylor Hopkins, he's won for his last one, and it was a pretty big one as it was a walk off down the right field line last night to put the Renegades out in front. 6-5, he waits on deck for the Renegades. So Wagner back in there, left-handed batter. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Skips in there. It's blocked by the catcher, but that is a walk, and back-to-back -back base runners have reached for the Renegades to start the second inning. Ball kicked away there from the second high mole, and it almost went right under the feet of Wagner, and catcher almost pushed him out of the way there to try and receive the ball, and Wagner was still standing in the box. It's like, what are you going after me for? And courtesy of PA tonight, Blake is trying to get the crowd into it. Cheering for Hopkins. He shows bunt. He gets it down, but it's foul out of play. Didn't get it down. Made contact, but he fouled it straight off to the right side. And now it's an 0-1 count. Odd at second. Wagner at first. Wagner just walked after the odd double. Starter Garen Johnson already given up two runs through just over an inning of work. Can Renegades a chance to do some more? This is how the inning started in the first. They had back-to-back -back runners reach on a single and a walk. This time it's a double and a walk, but once again, runners at first and second base with nobody out. We'll see if Hopkins can play the Jack Mataschek role and drive them both home with an RBI double. So now after the foul bunt, it's 0-1 to Taylor Hopkins, not showing bunt here. He fouls it off on the full swing, and it's now quickly no balls and two strikes to Hopkins. Hopkins came in to pinch it in the number eight spot, was in a 0-1 count when he lined that ball down the right field line, and Told us on the post-game show he knew it right away that that was getting down in fair territory. You're good, 0-2 pitch on the way. This one swung on a miss into the glove of the catcher, Heimo, and that's out. Number one strikeout swinging the second strikeout of the night so far for Johnson. If you missed that interview with Taylor Hopkins, 
at some point here in the next few days. We should have the archive of last night's broadcast on the Show Me Sports Network website and app. So if you want to listen to that, you can just head to the last about 10 minutes or so and you will hear not only the walk-off, but then the post-game interview with Taylor Hopkins. Had a couple of guests on last night. Nolan Drill, Heath Stuckey, and Carter Goring also join us. They were all great. Hope to have a couple more players on tonight. First pitch to Forte. Finds the zone on the outside corner. Now 0-1. Forte single to left. Scored on the Matashek double in the first. Now bats two on, one out in this bottom of the second inning. Forte now back in there. Here's the 0-1. Line out to left. Is it going to get down? It's going to hang up long enough for an out. Throw back in quickly to second as Ott gets back. Throw gets away for a second, but backing up was the pitcher Johnson. And a well-hit ball by Forte, but an Adam ball. And left fielder Keski was able to grab it, and that's out number two. So now it'll be up to Wilmsmeyer if the Renegades are going to put some runs on the board in the second inning. Pitcher in DH tonight for the Renegades. Walked and scored all the way from first on the Matasek double. Got a great read when that ball came off the bat and was in just ahead of the tag at home plate for what was the second of two Renegades runs. Odd at second. Wagner at first. First pitch is off to the left side. Foul ball. We've gone double walk, strikeout, fly out to the four Renegades batters in this second inning. Matashek waits on deck if this inning were to continue. But that would mean either the Renegades have scored at least a run or go to the bases. Johnson checks the runner on off second base. Here's the 0-1. Just snaps the inside corner. That's a tough pitch to take. And even if Wolfmeyer swings there, I'm not him in the batter's box. But I don't know how much he would have been able to do with that pitch. So he takes, and now it's a no-ball, two-strike count on the Renegades pitcher in DH. Going to have to battle now. Right-handed batter facing the right-handed pitcher. Here's the 0-2. Off the outside corner. Now it's one ball, two strikes. Renegades already got three hits through an inning and two-thirds. Two, two doubles and a single. Meanwhile, Wolfsmeyer's only given up one hit on the other side. Here's the 1-2. This one swung on a miss. Foul tipped into the glove of the catcher, Heimel, and that ends the inning. So the Renegades get a couple on, but fail to bring them home. So we'll head to the third. Renegades leading 2 to nothing. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent 
You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Third inning now on the Show Me Sports Network. Ty Wilmsmeyer is going to take on the bump once again after striking out to end last inning. First pitch is a foul ball off to the left side, off the bat of Tyler Petrosino. He's now behind in an old ball, one strikeout. Wilmsmeyer, having pitched already two scoreless innings, has given two runs of support to work with and now takes the mound once again. This pitch is going to be a ball inside. And now joining us on the broadcast, another player interview, Joe Herschel. Joe, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you, Ben? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining us here as you get to watch Ty take the mound. This pitch is inside now, two balls and one strike of Petrosino. So what's it like getting to see him kind of in the Otani role, batting in the DH spot and pitching tonight? It's awesome, man. I love whenever players do that. It uh, shows uh, how... Grounded you know, to first. Goring has a play at the bag, and he takes it for out number one. Shows how you can be a ball player, you know, not just uh, getting DH for whenever he's pitching, and then... Really shows how he's a tough guy. So for Wilmsmeyer, uh, he told us a couple weeks ago because he was on after the walk-off hit. Said taking the mound something he hasn't really done since high school. Have you been able to kind of see the transition from from him from outfielder to pitcher? And what's that kind of been like from your point of view? Man, he can uh, he can say that all he wants. Man, he's a great pitcher. Man, he uh, threw a little bit at Mizzou, but you can tell that he hasn't really lost anything. He's uh, still as sharp as ever, but put in the mound. One zero count on the next batter, Noah Bodenhausen. Wolfsmeyer is making his third start first here at home. So let's talk a little bit about you now as the 1-0 pitch is fouled off. What's the season been like for you, and what's the grind been like, especially because you guys have played now seven straight days? It's awesome. I mean, we got enough guys to where it doesn't really feel like, you know, uh, you don't dread having to come play. You know, we're always cheering each other on, and everybody's fresh for every game that they play in. So it's, uh, it's fun playing every day. So for you at the catch position, what's that like and what's your guys' group like? Because you obviously have T.J. Rockerbomber, Luke Fuller's made a couple starts as the 2-1 pitch is fouled off. What's the catching position like for you guys kind of rotating starts back there? Um, It's awesome, you know, because uh, catching, especially in the summer, eats so tough that we don't really, you know, nobody's mad about not catching a game or anything like that. So we're all cheering each other on and learning from each other because we come from different backgrounds. But, I mean, T.J. TJ catches his way Luke catches his way I catch my way and it all works so we just love learning from each other 2-2 pitch grounded to third base Lovich a long throw over to first but it's on the money and that's out number two nice play by the Renegades third baseman as we've got a player interview currently going on in this top of the third inning Joe Hersler joining us on the broadcast so let's talk about now at the plate what's the season been like for you in the uh, at bats that you have taken um it hasn't been you know it hasn't been perfect but I think I'm getting better every day and keep getting better and that's all I can do now absolutely so we'll go back to the top of the order Brady Holden who walked his first time up stands in to face Wolmsmeyer first pitch misses low I've seen from the starting rotation you guys have put up a pretty good stretch of starts out of your starters with Boyer and Malpe and Wolmsmeyer and last night too even Carter Gorling so what have you gotten to see out of those guys and getting the chance to catch them you know they show up every day they know when their start day is you know a couple days in advance so they prepare themselves really well and then yeah, you said Boyer, Malpe, Wilmsmeyer, and then uh, a couple other guys. Yeah, whenever they get their day, they show up ready to go, and 
they prepare themselves well, and I think they've done a great job so far getting deep into games. So you guys have now won two in a row back-to-back -back against Nevada and then Sedalia. Can you guys kind of feel that you're close? Because there's been a little bit of inconsistency, but just when you have the pitching and then there's days where the offense shows up and it keeps alternating, it feels like you guys are close. Do you guys have the same sort of feeling? Oh, yeah, I think that the offense is the main thing. The defense and the pitching is there almost every day. So if we lock in our defense every day and, you know, work with the lineups we got, obviously there's guys at different positions every day. But if we uh, show up with the defense every day, we're, we're golden. So I wanted to ask you, because you've been involved with a couple of Renegades Renegades events in the past week. We got to read a couple books to some of the kids. And then kids camp here at the ballpark. What's that been like getting to interact with the community? It's awesome. You know, you never know who's watching. And that's why Coach Emilio always brings it up to us, you know, having high character on the field and making sure we're doing the right things because there's always somebody watching us. And it kind of lets us know how there's uh, other kids watching. And we've got to set a good example for the uh, kids coming to the games. It's going to be a two-out walk to Brady Holden. Walks on a 3-1 count, so third inning in a row where the Mustangs have gotten a base runner. I want to ask you guys about this, too, because last night in the 10th inning had the leadoff triple by Wolfsmeyer, then unable to score him. But then you come right back in the 11th and walk it off. Anyway, what does it kind of say about the resiliency of you guys to not let that kind of kill the momentum? Well, I'd be lying if it said it, it didn't kill the momentum. It, uh, it, was a, it was a tough inning to go there, but... Runner going to second base to throw down and just in front of the tag as the ball gets away. So now moving up to third base is Brady Holden. Two out runner at third base for the Mustangs. Yeah, that, that was a tough inning last night, but I'm glad we uh, came back, got some guys on, had a good pinch hit that uh, ended up getting the run in. But, yeah, that was, a, that was a tough one to go through last night. So now tonight on this Sunday home game, not only church night, but free ice cream, bark at the park. It's got a pretty good turnout in terms of the crowd. What's that like for you guys getting to play in front of a, a pretty good crowd here at Vivian Field tonight? Oh, that's what we want, you know. This uh, the St. Joe team, you know, we always hear about they have thousands of fans come out to watch their game. So just growing the community and getting more people to come to every game is something we look forward to. Carey drives it deep to center field, and that's getting it off the wall, and that'll bring in a run. Forte back in with the throw. As scoring from third base is Brady Holden. That's going to be two-out RBI double by Dylan Carey, and that cuts the Renegades' lead in half. Still a chance, though, to get out of it with the lead if Wolfsmeyer can keep him out at second base. Joe Hersler joining us in this top of the third inning. Renegades up 2-1. to one. Another thing, too, back-to-back -back nights for you guys have jumped out with two runs in the first inning. How does it help you guys as an offense when you get the runs going early and can build a little bit as you move into the middle innings? It's awesome. It takes the pressure off. It gets guys at-bats early. you know. And uh, When your offense is rolling and you're getting guys on base every inning and there's not as much time in between your at-bats, it's really easy to come up there and have an approach at the plate and be confident. So it's good whenever our offense is early. And the top of our order is really, really strong now. And they're doing it every night, getting us – rolling earlier in the games and it's doing good so talked a little bit with some of the guys we had on the broadcast yesterday we had heath and nolan and then carter in the middle so the bus rides for the away games what's that been like for you one of the ones in the back that's part of the group that's playing mafia what's your experience like on the road travel i uh i play mafia every once in a while i i don't see how guys can do it every single night but man they'll be screaming for three hours straight in the middle of the night on the back of the bus i'm more of a chill guy and in the front with my headphones in, but those, you interviewed the three rat guys for if you're uh, talking about Mafia. Yeah, it was, it was fun to talk to them, too, because I talked with Heath about the McDonald's thing on uh, a couple nights ago in Nevada where he exited the bus to get us inside as now it's 1-1 one, one count to Jack Wagner with the runner at second. Pitch is off the plate for 2-1. and one. And also with Carter, too, he broke his phone, so was on the bus ride last week. Basically just, I think he was messing with pitch grips for a little bit. Hopefully it helped him in his start last night. What did you see from him? 
I thought he looked sharp. You know, he had been uh, in more of a relief and closer role lately, so uh, it was good to see him get up on there on mound and uh, take it easy and take a little bit off his pitches, trying to get through more innings, and I thought he did a great job. Wolfsmeyer steps off the mound as going back to second base is Dylan Carey. Renegades, Wolfsmeyer retired the first two batters of this inning before giving up a walk and then an RBI double to Dylan Carey. So that's where we currently stand as this one hit high in the air out to center field. Should be playable for Forte. He moves over, and it's going to be Matashek actually, who makes the catch, and that ends the inning. Well, Joe, thanks so much for spending the top of the third with us. It was a yep. great time. Thanks for having me. I love what you do. All righty. We'll head to the bottom of the third inning. Don't go anywhere. Renegades lead this one 2-1. to one. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Bottom of the third inning now on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades lead just cut in half. Thanks to an RBI double by Dylan Carey, scored Brady Holden, who had walked with two outs in the inning. So Wolfsmeyer now through three innings, has struck out two, walked two, given up two hits and the one run. Renegade still on top, two to one, thanks to the, this hitter who's stepping in, Jack Matashek, with a two RBI double in the first inning. Going now to the bottom of the third inning, here's the first pitch to Matashek, fouled off the net. And it'll now be 0-1 on the Renegades right fielder. So it'll be Matashek, Goring, and Jackson Lovich. 3-4-5 in this Renegades order. Due up. Matashek in an 0-1 count facing Garen Johnson for the second time. Swing and a miss now 0-2. Joe Herschel, ladies and gentlemen, actually going to join us again. And took the inning break to go grab some ice cream. How's that looking for you? Oh, I'm just enjoying my off day. Hope coach doesn't see, but. I don't think he listens to the broadcast, so I think we'll be all right. I won't say anything. Perfect. Matashek swings and misses at this one, down on three pitches, and that gets the bottom of the third inning going. That'll bring up Carter Gorling. What have you seen from your offense tonight? I know the ambush in the first inning, but a couple base runners on last inning as well in the second. So it seems to be a pretty decent approach at the plate so far tonight. Yeah, I think we're swinging at the right pitches, and uh, this guy kind of has a top-to-bottom delivery, so seeing it is going to be key and not swinging at pitches out of the zone. 0-1 count now to Gorling. So talk to us a little bit more about kids camp. What was what was the because uh, the, it was a couple hours, right? So what was it? What was the different activities? Oh, we just took them through some stuff, some simple stuff. It's uh, you know having fun playing game, 
And uh, we took them through ground balls, fly balls, and let them hit and do whatever they want. Nothing too serious. The kids are like 6 to 12, so we didn't want to like be running them or anything. Absolutely. Swing and a miss. Scoring foul tips into the mid, and that is six pitches and two strikeouts for Garen Johnson. He's got the stuff working in the bottom of the third inning. What have you... What do you, I mean, it's no, it's the opponent here with the Mustangs, but Johnson seems to have the stuff working in the bottom of the third. Yeah, we'll see. It's not over yet. We can get something going with two outs. Absolutely. So Jackson Lovich will step in. His older brother Ross is out here selling 50-50 tickets. Is this one hit high in the air to left? This one going back to the wall. Get out of here. Left get fielder out of here. at the wall. That ball is <laughs> over and gone. Just like you mentioned, some two-out magic, and Jackson Lovich goes out of the yard just by the 340 side and left, and the Renegades grab the run right back as Lovich will trot around the bases. Told you, man. That's what baseball's all about. It's not over till it's over. Absolutely. That ball was hit so high in the air, and now no one's going to give him the cowboy hat as he heads back to the dugout. I don't know if you all noticed, he just missed one the first at-bat. He had a little fly ball to the left fielder. Just missed it. He was on it. That ball hung up in the air so long, and the left fielder, Keski made a jumping attempt at it, but just enough muscle to get on out of here. That's got to feel nice for him. Someone who's, I talked about this a little bit, it seems like he's starting to really, as his pitch is swung on, he's starting to really pick up the timing, obviously making the leap now from the high school level for Jackson Lovich. Really starting to see, is, I, th I think he's starting to time up these pitchers. Yeah, he struggled a little bit uh, his first couple games, but we knew he would come around. He's a really good ball player. This ball fouled off. So now 0-2 to Rockerbomber. This inning started with back-to-back -back strikeouts before Jackson Lovich just went solo bomb to left field. Renegades now back out in front, 3-1. to Joe Horsler joining us, Renegades catcher, back for the second straight inning. This one on the outside corner, and that is strike three to Rockerbomber, and that will end the inning. So three strikeouts, but not to be outdone by the Jackson Lovich solo home run. 3-1 to now, Renegades lead. We'll head to the bottom, excuse me, the top of the fourth on the Show Me Sports Network. All right, Renegades fans. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walkoff Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you?
top of the fourth inning now. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Ben Schmidt on the Show Me Sports Network, bringing you all of tonight's Renegades coverage. Almost missed the coming back music because I was enjoying a little bit of ice cream myself. I don't know if that's against the broadcaster rules, but it was free, so thanks to Ashley bringing me some vanilla ice cream. Got to enjoy his ball one to Carl Korper. It'll be Korper, Polly, and Keski. Renegades now back out in front. 3-1 thanks to the Jackson Lovich solo home run to left field. His first of the season. So now it's one ball, one strike count after the called strike to Korper. He flew out to left to end the first inning. This is low now. Wolfsmeyer does. So now two balls, one strike. Mustangs got on the board last inning thanks to an RBI double by Dylan Carey. Scored Brady Holden. 2-1 pitch fouled out of place. Now we're even two balls and two strikes. Wolfsmeyer so far has thrown three innings, has two strikeouts, two walks, and two hits. It's a party of twos. And then one run given up. Now in a two-strike count, looking for his third strikeout of the night. Long look into the lefty batter, Corper. Here's the 2-2. Swung and fouled straight back into the net. Hope everyone enjoyed Joe Hersler joining us for the entirety of the third inning. He was a great guest, as have all the Renegades guests so far. Hopefully we get to do more of that. Last couple of times we've had uh, Renegades join us on the broadcast, it's been Carter Goring was on when the Renegades scored twice in the seventh, and now Hersler on when the Renegades scored a run in that inning. So maybe we need to bring even more on. 2-2 pitch just outside, and now it's run full to Corper. Beautiful night here at the ballpark. It has really turned out to be a good one. Sun now behind the trees. There's a light breeze. As a 3-2 pitch, a swung on a missed. Went with the off speed and swinging right through it as Corper. He's retired via K, and that's out number one in the fourth. So now Michael Polly will step in. He singled the left and then was picked off. Didn't want to believe he was picked off. Stood at the bag for a couple extra seconds, but then eventually headed back to the dugout. He was retired for the first out of the second and now bats with one on and nobody out in the fourth. Wolfsmeyer into the lineup. Here's the first pitch. And this is inside. It's now 1-0 counts. Keski waits in the hole. Made it a leaping attempt at the wall. Keski did to try and bring that Lovitz home run back. Last inning just got out of his reach. This one lined out to right. Matashek a couple steps and makes the catch head high. That's out number two. Matashek barely having to move for that one. And Wilmsmeyer's retired the first two batters he's faced here in the fourth. Wilmsmeyer's been really sharp. Really the only damage done, the, the double that was hit pretty deep out to center field, scoring Holden. But outside of that, he's been effective and is now away from pitching through four one-run innings. Four innings of one run, not four innings given up one run each. So now he'll face Kasky, the left fielder. He steps in with nobody on and two out. This bender misses up and in. It's now 1-0. It's coming off a 10-4 win in Nevada, then a 6-5 win against Sedalia. 1-0 pitch, misses up and in. So now two balls and no strikes. Renegades now at 8-9 thanks to back-to-back -back wins, but the Mustangs at 15-7. They've won five in a row. Renegades looking to put a halt to that streak. His pitch finds the zone. Now two balls and a strike to Keski. Looking ahead. To the bottom of the fourth inning as the 2-1 pitch is fouled off. For the Renegades, it'll be 7-8-9, Ott Wagner Hopkins. After the foul ball, a 2-1 count to the left fielder Keski for the Mustangs. Corporal was struck out swinging and Pauly flew out to right, so nobody on with two outs in this top of the fourth. Renegades up 3-1. Wilmsmeyer into the lineup. Here's the 2-1. 
This one on the outside corner. And that's actually strike three. Scoreboard said two to one, but it was actually a two-two count, and that is strike three, second of the inning, and that ends it. So we'll head to bottom of the fourth. Two strikeouts gets Wilmsmeyer going in the fourth, and we'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Renegades looking to add to what is currently a 3 to 1 lead. Just about an hour into this one at Vivian Field. Hope everyone's enjoying the broadcast. Really hope you enjoyed our third inning interview with Joe Horschler, Renegades catcher. And we hope to continue to do more and more interviews like that on the broadcast. Got some other ideas in the works for future games, but I won't spoil any of those until they actually happen. So you'll just have to wait, but just know they will vastly improve the listener experience and make things a lot of fun. Not that it's not fun already, especially when the Renegades are leading in a ball game like they are tonight. Looking to put an end to what is a St. Joseph Mustangs five-game winning streak. If they can nab them here, the Renegades would win their third game in a row. And not only that, they are right behind the Outlaws, so chance to catch them in the south as Colby out swings and misses to get his at-bat going. Uh, double to left, a hustle double to left in his first at-bat in the second inning. Now back in, here's the 0-1 pitch. It's swung on and missed again. So now no balls and two strikes. Garen Johnson out for the fourth inning. He's through his three innings, has struck out six batters. Here's the 0-2, hit into left on a line. Going back is the left fielder, still going back, and he leaps and makes the catch just in front of the warning track. Has some sort of firework or something just went off right about at the time the catch was made. Don't know if that was on purpose. As Ott gave that one a ride, and as Ashley just said, that would have been perfect timing had that happened if that ball went out. But it was not to be, and that's a long, loud out number one in this bottom of the fourth. Nice leaping catch, too, by the left fielder, Keski. That was not an easy ball to track down as it was hit hard and on a line. It was closer to a line out than a fly out, but it traveled pretty deep out into the left field side. Just in front of the tackle track, what gets that one went about 320 when it's 340 out there and left. First miss pitch misses outside to Cole Wagner. He walked his first time up. Here's the 1-0 pitch from Johnson. This one just off the outside corner. Nope, it caught it. Little bit of a delayed strike call there. So now one on one on Wagner, left-handed batting left fielder. One on pitch, swung on a miss as Johnson just blew the heat by him there. Now is a strike away from his seventh of the game. Struck out three batters in the third inning, but not without the Jackson Lovich solo home run. One two pitch outside, and now we're even. 
Renegade scored two in the first on a Jack Matashek RBI double. And then Jackson Lovich went out to left field for a home run. Into the windup, here comes the 2-2 pitch. This one just off the outside corner. Heimel tried to steal one there, but no call was made. It's now a three-ball, two-strike count. Wagner back in. Here comes the 3-2 pitch. This one outside, and that's back-to-back -back walks for Cole Wagner and his two at-bats. He'll head down to first base with a one-out base runner for the Renegades. So Renegades already leading this game by two runs, looking to tack on. They were very good at that the other night in Nevada with some tack on runs. Last night it was more of a comeback as they trailed by two, four to two, heading into the seventh before they were able to make a comeback. First pitch to Hopkins, and that's going to hit him in the back. Takes first the easy way. Don't think that one inflicted a lot of pain. Didn't come in there too fast. It was an off-speed pitch. And now the Renegades have back-to-back -back base runners with one out. Wagner moves up to second base on the play as Hopkins was just hit on the first pitch of his at-bat. And now Forte up with two runners on and one out. Renegades batting now in this bottom of the fourth inning. They lead 3-1 to one over the St. Joseph Mustangs. These two teams meet twice in a row for the Renegades. Off day tomorrow before the game in St. Joe. Grounded to first, but that's foul. Forte singled the left and scored in the first and then flew out to left in the second. Now bats in the fourth with two on and one out. Ty Woundsmeyer, tonight's starting pitcher, waits on deck for the Renegades. Forte waves the bat a couple times before setting. And now here comes the 0-1 pitch. This one hit in the air to left. This wall hit well. Going back is the left fielder. He dives and he made the catch. And that's going to turn into a double play as Wagner was already around third on his way home. What a nice diving play by the left fielder Keski. That saved at least one Renegades run as Wagner is doubled off. Tough luck there for Adonis Forte to end the inning. So with that double play, we'll head to the fifth. Renegades still on top, 3-1. to one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy, calling at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Back here at Vivian Field on the Show Me Sports Network. We're in the top of the fifth inning now after the very unlucky double play off the bat of Adonis Forte to end the bottom of the fourth inning. He fripped that ball, ripped it out to left field, and the left fielder Keski made a diving play, and Wagner, when that ball was caught, was already rounding third base on his way home. 
So he was doubled off easily at second base, and that ended the inning. Wilmsmeyer now taking the mound. He'll face 7-8-9, Jaimo Petrosino and Bodenhausen. He's pitched four innings of one-run baseball. And now the Renegades DH and starter is back out there. First pitch, fouled off to the right side. That gets out of play. Wilmsmeyer went three up, three out in the fourth inning. Struck out two of them and also got the fly out to right field. Now looks to get to the fifth. We'll see if he's in line to go for more tonight. Most innings he's pitched in a game is five. As he gets a foul ball here to move to 0-2. Turned into a really nice night, at least for me at the ballpark. Maybe a little cold for others, but with so much cloud cover, and it looks to be enough to come for a while. The sun is nowhere in sight, and it's turned into a nice night. This one popped up. Second baseman Ott going out, and he makes the catch just into the outfield grass for out number one. Weak contact, and with that, I think that it'll end up in a broken bat, and then... After that, I'm going to take a shout-out here to Walk-Off Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. As stepping in with one out and nobody on is Tyler Petrosino. First pitch is fouled off. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your Walk-Off Wood Bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they offer, offer also offer a selection of bat accessories, including Lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves to help find your confidence at the plate. Give Walk Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816 261 1014 or visit wowbats.com. 1 1 pitch from Wilmsmeyer. Is it high in the air on the infield? Coming in is Forte. Going out is Ott. Ott's going to make the catch and back to back pop ups to the second baseman is Forte who came sprinting in. Lost the hat right there, but. No collision is Ott. What a great teammate. Picks up the hat and gives it back to his center fielder. Back-to-back -back pop outs to the second baseman. Have this top of the fifth inning going. And speed of this game really starting to pick up, especially with how well Wilsmeyer's pitched. Before the next batter, Noah Bodenhausen even steps in. Wilsmeyer is on the mound, ready to go. So nobody on, two out. Here's Wilsmeyer's pitch. They show bunt and pulling back for ball one is Bodenhausen. Mosemeyer so far through four and two-thirds innings. He has struck out four, only given up two hits and one run. Also walked two batters. Now faces Bodenhausen, the number nine hitter. 1-0 pitch just below the knees, now 2-0. Just joining us, Renegades score a two in the first on a Jack Matashek RBI double. Coming back with a run in the third. Brady Holden scored on the Dylan Carey RBI double. But then the Renegades tacked one back on with a solo home run by Jackson Lovich. They lead 3-1. As Wilsmeyer's falling behind Bodenhausen, 3-0 count. Wilsmeyer into the lineup. Here's a 3-0 pitch up high, and that's a four-pitch, two-out walk to Bodenhausen. So Wilsmeyer going to have to work out of the stretch now in the fifth inning. He'll face Brady Holden, who's been on twice, both times via walk. Going ahead on over to first base to hold on the runner, Bodenhausen. Renegades have been comfortably in front. They led 2-0 after one. And even though the lead was cut in half in the third, they did not have it cut in half for long as Jackson Lovich sent one out to left field. His first home run of the year, good for him. Just over the wall, a wall scraper, but also a moon ball. That ball hung up in the air for a while. First pitch was in there, a called strike to Brady Holden. Bats with one on and two out in this top of the fifth. Left-handed batting Holden waits. Here's the pitch. It's a called strike at the knees, and now a no-ball two-strike count on Holden. If he reaches Dylan Carey, he drove in the one run in the third, waits on deck. 
Back into the box is Holden. Longer look in by Wolnsmeyer to his catcher, Rocker Bomber. Runner Bodenhausen off of first base. Here's the 0-2. This one up and away. And now one ball and two strikes. After the miss on the 0-2 count, it's now a 1-2 count. Two outs, one on. Here's the pitch. Up and away. And back-to-back -back pitches that miss. Now it's even two balls and two strikes. Holden has shown some discipline. He's walked both times. He's been up tonight. Came around to score on one of those on the carry RBI double. Wolfsmeyer ready. Here's the 2-2. Swung in it in the air. Out of play off to the left side. And we'll do it again. Hope everyone's enjoying their Sunday evening. Getting ready to start the new work week tomorrow. Renegades and I will enjoy an off day tomorrow before traveling to St. Joe on Tuesday. We'll then play games through Sunday, including one doubleheader mixed in there. Here's the 2-2 again, up and away. Now it's 3-2. Right, win it, babe. You're good. This is Ben Schmidt with the Show Me Sports Network coming to you live from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Thanks to Doc and Norm for being official partners and the transportation provider of the Renegades all season long. 3-2 pitch, just up and outside, and that's ball four. Back-to-back -back base turns will reach, and that will incline Rock Robert to go out and talk with his pitcher, Willensmeyer, try and settle him down with now two on and two out. So moving up to second on the play is Bodenhausen. Holden reaches, reaches on the walk. And now about as good a time as ever as a meeting at the mound is happening to tell you about Doc and Norm. Go riding with Doc and Norm direct mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. They do it all. Doc and Norm is the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, officially, and in style. They will do it again on Tuesday as we head to St. Joe. To book your spot for next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. First pitch to the new batter is popped on the infield. Wolmsmeyer looks like he's going to field it himself. He makes the catch to retire Wagner, and he'll strand the two two-out walk. So gives up a couple of base runners but works around it and fields his position to end the inning. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth. Renegades lead this one 3-1 to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. 
Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Time to see if the Renegades can play add-on as we'll head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades up by two. We're going to extend that lead, especially against so good of a team as the Mustangs, winners of five in a row. Wouldn't hurt whatsoever if they could continue to tack on some runs. And we'll start with the starting pitcher and DH, Ty Wonsmeyer. First pitch grounded weekly to third, but that's going to get over and out of play. First pitch actually thrown before Coach D'Amelio was even out at first base. Don't know what they would have done had the Renegades had one for extra bases. Wonsmeyer would have been running on his way to first without a first base coach. So Wilsmeyer bats for the third time. He's walked and struck out swinging. Here's Johnson's 0-1. This one fouled off and out 0-2 on Wilsmeyer. So far, Garen Johnson, four innings. He struck out six, walked one, given up four hits and three runs. And now he's ahead of 0-2 on Wilsmeyer, Matashek, and Gorling to follow. Johnson working quickly. Here's the 0-2, bounces in front of the plate and skips in there for ball one. Renegade scored two in the first, one in the third, thanks to an RBI double by Matashek and a Lovich solo homer. This one also low and away, so now two balls and two strikes on Wilmsmeyer. Oh, that's fun. Two ball, two strike pitch inside, and now it's full count. So what I was referring to when I said that's fun, that there are a couple kids up on the center field wall behind the outfield over the wall, and... They were just pointed out by the PA announcer. 3-0-2 pitch, hit high in the air on the infield. Going out is the second baseman, Bodenhaus, and now a couple steps into the outfield grass, makes the catch for out number one. Wolmsmeyer almost sprinting around the bases, will take a turn to the left and head back to the dugout, out number one recorded. Can't say that those kids that are out there on the wall in center field, I can't say that I wouldn't do something like that myself. Didn't really have a field like this to go to games to in the uh, area where it was possible to climb on the wall like that, but I'm pretty sure if I had the opportunity, I would have done the same, so I can't blame him. First pitch in the recalled strike to Matashek. Now behind 0-1-1. He's 1-2 for two with a double and a strikeout. This pitch inside. No, that caught the corner. That's an interesting call. Matashek actually had to move out of the way, and they say that they'll nab the corner. So now it's 0-2 on Matashek. 0-2 count now coming. Matashek, this one again popped up on the infield. Back-to-back -back infield pop-ups. This time the shortstop going to make the catch. That's Carey, and he records out number two. So not a whole lot of luck there for Matashek because he was kind of forced into a defensive spot based on that strike-two call. Still don't really think he was a fan of that call based on his thoughts as he trots back to the dugouts. So back-to-back -back batters retired. That'll bring up Gorling with nobody on and two outs. So Gorling, the right-handed batter, steps in. First pitch is fouled off to the right side. Now 0-1. Gorling is struck out twice, once looking and once swinging. Got the start last night on the mound. and Looks to be someone who will work out of a relief role for the Renegades as a pitcher in the upcoming regular season. This pitch bounces now one ball and one strike. If Gorling can reach and continue this bottom of the fifth inning, Jackson Lovich coming off a solo bomb, waits on deck. After the pitch bounce in there, a little bit longer for Johnson to get back on the hill. 
Hope he's doing all right to go slow little walk around the mound. Now he's back and ready to go. Here comes the 1-1 pitch to Gorling. This one not even caught by the catcher, but they say nab the inside corner. That's a called strike two. So now he's going to have to battle. Johnson has worked ahead to all three Renegades batters this inning. Got the first two to pop out. And now one and two to Gorling. Swung on and missed in the dirt and caught in time by the catcher, Heimel. And that is strike three. So three up, three down for the Renegades. This one continuing to move along quickly. We'll head to the top of the six. Renegades lead this one three to one on the Show Me Sports Network. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions ty wolfmeyer now going on for his longest outing on the pitching mound so far this season most he's pitched in the game is five he's done that tonight and now heads back out for the top of the sixth inning in a game that is absolutely flying by we're not even an hour and a half into this one and we're already into the sixth inning both pitchers have looked nice so far tonight. That's one way to put it. Ty Wolsmeyer, five innings pitched, four strikeouts to go with four walks and two hits, but only one run given up. He's worked around some base runners. Karen Johnson has given up three, but he's also struck out seven. He has not had a bad night at all on the mound. First pitch from Wolsmeyer is in there, called strike to Dylan Carey. Excuse me, not Carey, Jack Wagner. Carey actually was the last out last inning, so Wagner leads this one off. This pitch just grabs the outside corner. Don't think Wagner loved that call. So now he's behind no balls and two strikes. Three Wagner, Corper, and Pauly. Three, four, five in the Mustangs order due up here. Wolfsmeyer looking to get the strike to be his longest outing on the mound. Here's the 0-2, hit in the air out to left center, hit pretty well. Forte still going after it. He's at the track, and he makes the catch. Nice running grab by the athletic center fielder of the Renegades. He hauls it in for out number one. That ball was into the left center field gap, but Forte almost to glide on over it, made the catch maybe a couple steps in front of the track, and that's out number one here in the sixth. 
So with that, that'll bring up Carl Corper. DH is over two with a flyout and a strikeout. Here's his first pitch. And that's in there a call strike. Wilmsmeyer almost going right down the middle there with the fastball. Wilmsmeyer already got four strikeouts. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Just below the knees. Now we're even. Wilmsmeyer making his third start of the season. First at home. He's looked really good. Only giving up, I believe, now three earned runs. This pitch finds the zone and now one two count. He gave up one earned run in the first start, went three innings. One earned run in the last start, went five innings. And now through five and a third here tonight. Also giving up one earned run. One two pitch. Hit high in the air on the infield. This is a pop up and it should be out number two. Ott moving under it, still moving, and makes the catch head high for out number two. I seem to get myself into trouble when I say this should be an out. I feel like I've just gone on to jinx that for the Renegades. So next time, hopefully, I don't say that. Didn't happen here, though, as Ott made the catch. And two up, two down. Wilmsmeyer, after the out and last inning, has retired three in a row. And now we'll face Michael Pauly with nobody on and one out. Pauly singled the left in the second, got picked off and then flew out to right in the fourth. Bats here in the sixth, first pitch. This one, another pop-up. Wilmsmeyer off the mound, makes the catch, and that's three up, three down in the sixth. Wilmsmeyer is now throwing six innings of one-run baseball. So, Renegades up three to one. We'll head to the bottom of the sixth inning on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer, you're a parent, you're a neighbor, most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skincare needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Garen Johnson back out on the mound. We're going to match Ty Wilmsmeyer with six innings pitched. Wilmsmeyer making only his third start of the season on the mound. And the number two hitter in the Renegades order slash pitcher slash DH has thrown six innings of one-run ball. Johnson is going to get through six innings of three-run ball, although he has not pitched a bad ball game whatsoever. Five innings, seven strikeouts to go with a walk, four hits, and three runs. So Johnson now back out there. He could get into double-digit strikeouts, but that would take striking out all three batters he faces this inning. And I'll have to start with Jackson Lovich. It'll be five, six, seven in the Renegades order. Lovich, Rocker, Bomber, Otz. Lovich coming off the solo home run to left field, his first home run of this Mink League season. So now he stands in, one for two. So Lovich now in, facing the pitcher Johnson. Here comes the first pitch of the at-bat. This one high in the air. It's a pop-up. Will it stay in play? It looks like it's going to. And the third baseman, Pauly, makes the catch for out number one. 
And with that, here in this bottom of the sixth inning, we have another guest joining us. It is Ross Lovich. Ross, how are you doing tonight on the off night? I'm good. Just chilling, enjoying the good day. Not too hot out tonight, so. Well, I was going to say good timing because your brother Jackson was just up, but then he popped out before I even got the chance to say so. What was it like to see him at the home run last time up? It's pretty cool to watch uh, playing with him. I haven't played with him in a couple years, so just developing that chemistry before we get up to Mizzou should be pretty cool. So now to talk about you a little bit, you've hit three bombs, I believe, on the season. Two of them actually came in the game in Japan. What was that two-home run game for you like? Because you hit two out to pretty deep parts of the yard. I think both of them went to right field. You know, just trying to be simple with my approach and not trying to do too much. Just trying to keep things simple and good things usually happen when you do that. 1-1 pitch to Rocker Bomber. Sit high in the air. Another pop-up because that's been... Seems like every out the last couple innings, first baseman comes in and makes the catch two up, two down in this inning. So now let's talk about a little bit about Mizzou, what it's been like for that transition coming from high school now to the SEC, the two seasons that you played there. So what was it, what's it been like for you coming to Mizzou now and playing the last couple of years? What's that transition been like? It's, it's pretty cool because first pitch to Ott is grounded foul. Competition's just a lot better and you just find out a lot about yourself competing every day and giving it everything you got and it's a war out there in between the lines and it's really cool to play against the top talent in the world and in college and you'll see what you're really made of. This pitch in there now 0-2 on Ott. Ross Lovich joining us here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades lead 3-1. Into the lineup here comes Johnson's 0-2 pitch to Ott. This one it just slows now 1-2. So you guys now, the Renegades, have played seven straight games this week, and although you have not been in the lineup for every one of them, what's the grind been like as you're now guys have moved into the middle part of this regular season? You know, it's all about routines, and if you stay true to your routine, uh, you should be able to keep healthy and uh, keep your mind clear and should be able to go dominate every game as long as you have a good routine, stick to it every day should be able to stay pretty consistent. So Ott swung on and missed to end the inning. Ross, you want to stick with us for the top of the seventh? Yeah, All righty. So we'll head to the break, and we'll be right back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood bat company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. 
Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Kale Wilson now taking the mound for the Renegades in relief of Ty Wilmsmeyer. Once again, I want to thank Ross Lovich for joining us in that last half inning. Was pretty brief thanks to the three up, three down, but always great to have players on. And once again, I want to thank Ross for joining us. Just to miss being on when his brother Jackson was up to bat, but popped out on the first pitch. So Renegades go three up, three down, and now head to the top of the seventh. We'll turn it over to the bullpen now. As Ty Wilmsmeyer goes six innings pitched, four strikeouts, four walks, two hits, one run, one earned. So now Wilson in. He will take the mound. Looking to pitch a score with seventh. Renegades lead this one three to one. Our score scored two in the first on a Matashek RBI double. And then the Lovich home run in the third. We'll face six, seven, and eight. First pitch in their strike. So Ross now back with us in this top of the seventh inning. I want to talk to you about because I've gotten to talk to some of your family members in the crowd on the road games. What it's been like for the for you to have like your family out at the games and be able to watch you play? It's always a good time to have them come out and watch. You know, uh, haven't really been able to. They haven't really been able to come out and watch me play a lot. So always enjoy and try to put on a show when they do come out. It's a 2-0 count to Ryan Keski. It'll be Keski, Heimel, and Petrosino due up in this top of the seventh inning. Renegades looking to keep a two-run lead. This one, a called strike now, two and one. So what's the outlook for you guys as a team? Because you've now won two in a row, and it feels like, even though there's been some inconsistency, that you guys are close. Do you guys kind of feel that same thing, that you're kind of at the doorstep and really getting on a roll? Yeah, I think our team chemistry is really coming together, and guys are really starting to get comfortable uh, in their roles, and roles are starting to uh, become, guys are getting consistent, and... Uh, just everybody's growing as a team and players individually and starting to get a little bit more individual performances are getting better as well. Pitch from Wilson misses outside. So that's a ball lead off walk. So Keski will reach at first base. Another thing I want to ask you about too, because you talked about that team chemistry and you guys on the bus rides to these away games, always in the back playing mafia, talking, doing all that stuff. Do you think those, those couple hours has really helped you guys kind of gel? Absolutely. Those bus rides are pretty long and can get pretty boring. So, if you kind of get in that team bonding experiences, you get to know your guys a little bit better, poke some fun at some guys, and it's always a good time laughing. And also, baseball is always taking up a bunch of time, so every time you can get to kind of take your mind off of the game, uh, kind of relaxes you and, in my opinion, helps you play better. First pitch was a strike to Jax Heimel. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a pop-up. Runner off of first base, one on with nobody out. As the Renegades are up 3-1, this pitch shows bunt, but way up and in. It's now one ball, one strike. I want to go back to something you mentioned a little bit earlier. 
So how are you excited are you to have the chance to play with Jackson at, at the upcoming season with Mizzou? Is that something that you're looking forward to? Yeah, it's, I haven't really been able to see it done with uh, brothers before, and I think it's going to be pretty cool, you know, that brother chemistry and, uh, you know, it's family, and it's going to be unbelievable, and uh, I'm super excited for it. So now it's a two-ball, one-strike count on the batter, Jax Heimel. Keski leads off of first base. Gorling does hold him on. It was a leadoff walk to get the seventh going. Renegades turning it over to the bullpen as once again misses low. And now a three-ball, one-strike count. Wilson in danger of walking back-to-back -back batter should he get the seventh. So, Ross, tonight you guys are facing a Mustangs team that is 15-7. They've won five games in a row. Does facing a pretty good team like this help you guys in terms of rising to the level of the competition, or are you guys taking the same approach with pretty much everyone? I think anybody you play, you're just trying to go out there and play your best ball, and no matter who you're playing against, I think you're really just playing against yourself and uh, just trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be, no matter who you're playing. Last pitch missed outside to Heimel, so back-to-back -back walks to get this seventh inning going, and that's going to lead to a quick meeting at the mound. Catcher Rock Bomber goes out along with Amelia, Coach Amelia from the dugout. We'll see how long this meeting lasts as Keski and Heimel have both walked. That'll bring up Petrosino. Tying run now on first base, and that's actually going to be it for Wilson. Walks the first two batters he faced, and he'll give way. So Tanner Schmitz will come on and take over. He's going to come into a jam. We'll be right back in this top of the seventh inning. Don't go anywhere as Ross Lovich is with us on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. 247.com Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Back here at Vivian Field on the Show Me Sports Network, I'm Ben Schmidt being joined by Ross Lovich for the second straight inning. Thanks so much to Ross for spending this time with us here on the broadcast. Renegades are turning to a new pitcher. Kale Wilson just came in out of the bullpen and walked two batters, so his night's now over as Tanner Schmitz will enter the ballgame. Someone who's been relied on heavily out of the Renegades bullpen all season long and now comes in here in the top of the seventh with two on and nobody out. So what's it like for you when you're patrolling the outfield and pitching changes like this? Does it get 
feel it along? Are you just what's what's your thought process like out there? If I'm gonna be honest, it definitely is kind of long out there, and you're just like you're talking to your teammates, just talking about what plays could go on next, kind of running through situations through your head, so you're not completely caught off guard when balls hit to you, and you know we're kind of gonna you know what you're gonna do pre-play, so that when it does happen, you're ready for it and you make the right play. Corners are slightly in on the infield as Schmitz will throw behind the runner back to second base. It's Keski at second, Heimel at first as Petrosino steps in with nobody out and two on. So you in the outfield have played pretty much all, all around. You've been mixed, mixed and matched through the course of the season. Is that something you enjoy doing, kind of show off the versatility? Yeah, you know, I just like to, wherever coach put me is where I'm going to play that day, and I don't really mind where I play. I, I can play all three outfield positions, and, uh, they're all pretty much the same to me, so it doesn't really matter. First pitch delivered by Schmitz is way inside and goes to the backstop, so that allows both runners, Keski and Heimel, to move up. And now the tying run in scoring position here in the top of the seventh inning with nobody out. So when you do have a runner at third base like this, what's kind of your thought process and trying to think a little bit about where if you have a fly ball hit to you, potentially firing one towards home plate? You know, first you kind of go off direction, like ball sits to my left, hard, soft, in the air. You just run everything through your head, ball hit to my left. If it's up in the air and I got a chance, I'm going to throw home. But probably in this situation here with second and third, I'm going to try to hit my cutoff so that I can keep the guy on second base. And depends how deep it is too. If it's pretty deep or I know I, I'm not going to get him out at home, I'm probably going to go to third or just try to keep him at second base so it takes us another hit to score the run. 1-1 count on Petrosino. Bats here with runners on second and third. Nobody out facing Tanner Schmitz, the new pitcher, on for the Renegades. Going to have to work a magic deck here. This one grounded weakly. Runners going to have to stay put. Lovich comes in. Throw to first is in time. And a big out number one as neither runner was able to move up. Nicely done there. Just about what Schmitz needed gets out number one. So now with, with one out, does your process change a little bit or really not until two outs? I wouldn't pretty much played the same here you know just try not to uh have make it too easy on them and have that second run get to third because then they can score on a pass ball ground ball or anything like that so now stepping in will be noah bodenhouse and big rbi opportunity here mustangs chilling this one three to one renegade scored two in the first one in the third mustangs scoring just one that also came in the third Schmidt sets. Here's the first pitch to Bodenhausen at one. A called strike on the outside corner. So now no balls and a strike. So you guys are now just about three weeks into this season. Um, I'll wait until after this pitch to ask the next question as runners at second and third with one out. Both reach via a walk. Keski at third. Heimel at second base. Schmidt's 0-1 pitch hit in the air down the right field line. It has a chance to get down. That ball is a fair ball and that's going to score both runs. On his way to second is Bodenhausen, and actually their second runner didn't score because he got a late break off of second base. So still a lead for the Renegades, but where that ball landed, I thought more than enough room for Heimel to come around and score. So Renegades do catch a break there as Heimel stays put at third base, but it's an RBI double for Bodenhausen, and the lead is now cut to run with the go-ahead run now out at second base. Off the bat, a pretty well-placed ball down the right field line, just got down in fair territory. And now a 3-2 ball game. Renegades, who have been leading all game long, now clinging 
to life here. So about three weeks into the season, how are you holding up? Missed a couple of games this week, but overall feeling pretty good? Me personally, I'm pretty, body's kind of feeling it. I, I played about 45 games this spring, so kind of taking a toll on my body, but it's what you sign up for when you play baseball, and it's a grind, and it's the beautiful thing about it is that every day you got to bring it, and it is what it is. Just got to suck it up and grind. So Keski now in this inning has cut the lead to 3-2. to two. Heimel at third base. This pitch off the outside corner. So now one ball, one strike counts. Bordenhausen just doubled home the second runner of the ball game for the Mustangs on a shallow fly ball down the right field line. So once this season does end and you head back to Mizzou for the fall, what does the fall part look like? Obviously with it being a spring season, what does that look like for you? Uh, heavy lifting and pretty much practice every day and a lot of scrimmages and you know you're just trying to work out the little kinks that you do have and try to iron them out before season starts and uh, so you're ready to go before spring and competition gets tough in the SEC so big at bat in this ball game is Brady holding a chance to maybe not even tie this game but give St. Joe the lead this one bends in there now two ball two strike counts Tanner Schmidt is someone that you guys have relied on heavily what are you seeing out of him over the course of the season you know, he's really good at mixing pitches. Um, he's got really good control of all of his pitches. He'll doesn't matter what count it is, he'll be able to throw his curveball in there, 3-1, and, uh, and hit his counts, so it kind of throws him off and able to get weak contact outs, which is really what you look for out of relievers. 2-2 two -two pitch, just down and away. Did not miss by much, and Rockabomber tried to frame that one on the outside corner. First base is open, but I'm sure you'd prefer not to load the bases with one out here, so... Big pitch potentially coming up. Renegades play pretty much straight up on the infield defense. Runner off second base. Bodenhausen just doubled down the right field line and Heimel at third. Here's the 3-2 pitch. It's in there. Ring him up. Called strike three and a huge second out as Schmitz gets him to go down looking. And now the Renegades and out away from sending us to the bottom half still with a 3-2 lead. I want to ask you another question, too, because Jackson actually came on to pitch the other night. Is that something we maybe see you take them out, or you're just going to stick with outfield? No, that won't be me. I don't throw quite hard enough to be doing that stuff. I wish, though. So Dylan Carey going to take a two-out RBI out of him if the St. Joseph Mustangs want to either tie this game or take the lead in the top of the seventh inning. Tanner Schmidt's just getting Brady Holden to strike out looking. Runner's still at second and third. Here's the first pitch. This one in the air out to the right center field gap. Forte after it. He's under it, and he makes the catch for out number three. Nice job working out of that one by Tanner Schmitz. Will Ross, it was so great to have you on for the last inning. I really appreciate it. Yep, thank you. All right, so we'll head to bottom of the seventh. The Renegades lead this one 3-2. to two. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom. Using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Just finished standing and stretching here at the ballpark for the seventh inning stretch as we're now moving on to the bottom half of the inning. Renegades lead this one 3-2, almost tied this one up on an RBI down the right field line, but the runner at second base didn't come around to score because he actually slipped on a ball where I think if he's running normally, he probably scores pretty easily. First pitch in there, a called strike to Cole Wagner. He leads off the bottom of the seventh inning. Renegades will see if they can play add-on here and grab back the run they just gave up. This one outside now, one and one Wagner back in there. He's in a 1-1 count leading off this bottom of the seventh inning. Pitch on the way. This one misses. Now two balls and a strike. Hopkins on deck with Forte in the hole. Did want to mention the new pitcher on the mound for the Mustangs. It is Tanner Lukowski, the right-hander. Almost a sidewinder, too. Throws from a sidearm angle and gets a swing and a foul tips. Now two ball, two strikes to Wagner. He's walked twice. Was out at second base the last time on a double play on a ball hit by Adonis Forte. Pitch is just below the knees to Wagner. So now three balls and two strikes. St. Joe after that RBI double. Schmitz was able to come back and get a strikeout and a flyout to end the inning. And that's the only reason why the Renegades are still leading right now. Pitch misses inside. And that's a leadoff walk to Cole Wagner. Could be the first step in getting that run right back as Wagner walks all three times so far tonight. He'll head down to first base. So with Lukowski taking over, final line for Garen Johnson. Six innings, struck out eight batters, walked just one, gave him four hits and three earned runs on the Matashek RBI double and the Jackson Lovich home run. Just missed it. Ross Lovich joined us for the bottom of the sixth and top of the seventh. Thanks so much to him for coming on. This first pitch misses way inside to Hopkins. Almost got him on the back knee. And now a 1-0 count. Got two players join us tonight. Ross Lovich just joined us. And then Joe Herschler, both staying for an entire inning. So great to have them on. 
His pitch swung on a miss by Hopkins, and it's now at a 1-1 count. Hopkins delivered the walk-off blow last night. Could play a big role here in helping the Renegades play. Add on Wagner's going, swing and a miss. The throw down to second base. The slide as the throw goes into center field. Wagner will get up. It'll stay put at second base. But regardless, it's a stolen base. And now a runner in scoring position for the Renegades. Hopkins swung on and missed on the pitch. Now it's a one ball, two strike count. But regardless, Wagner moves up to second base on the stolen bases, even though the throw did go into center field. It was not enough for Wagner to get up and move on up to third. So actually after the play, the Mustangs manager is going to come out. He thinks that Hopkins on the swing and miss may have interfered with the catcher Heimel on the throw. And after the discussion, that's going to lead to the infield umpire and the home plate umpire to have a talk. Maybe they're going to see if the infield umpire saw maybe anything on the swing by Hopkins. He did fall off a little bit towards the right side, but I don't think enough to really interfere with the throw of Heimel. It'd be a shame if they did call this because it would mean that Wagner would be out on a play where he had a really good jump and probably would have been safe, but we'll see what the call was made here. While they meet, I'm going to take this moment to tell you about Doc and Norm direct as, as the Renegades will hit the road on Tuesday. The way they will get to St. Joe will be thanks to Doc and Norm. Go riding with Doc and Norm direct. Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes range from 1 to 100 or beyond. They do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your next spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks once again to Doc and Norm. As this meeting between the umpires has lasted approximately one ad read long, as they're still out there right around the mound discussing what the call will be here on a potential catcher's interference on a player where Cole Wagner looks to have stolen second base. Still no call made as this now turned into a pretty lengthy discussion between the home plate and infield umpire. And they're going to rule Wagner safe. So no interference there. Waste of about a minute and a half of discussion. And that'll mean a two, excuse me, not a two, a no out runner at second base. But Wagner is in a two strike count. He's behind one and two after the swing and miss. The swing that was the topic of discussion as he kind of fell off to the right side. So new pitcher Tanner Lukowski having to pitch now with the runner in scoring position. Renegades lead 3-2 in the bottom of the seventh. 1-2 pitch on the way. is swung on and missed. Hopkins can't connect. That's his second strikeout and the first out of the seventh inning. So after the Hopkins strikeout, we'll go back to the top of this Renegades order. It's Forte with Wolfsmeyer to follow. Adonis Forte, one for three on the night, single to left, and then flew out to left twice. The second, a diving catch that was actually turning into a double play. So now Forte in, Wagner at second, first pitch way inside, and now one ball, no strikes on the Renegade center fielder. Hastening this game just became a one-run game last inning thanks to the RBI double by Noah Bodenhausen. This pitch fouled off the mask of the catcher. Now even at a ball and a strike. St. Joe's used two pitchers, Johnson and now Lukowski. Meanwhile, the Renegades have used Wilmsmeyer, Wilson, and Schmitz. Would have to assume we'll see Schmitz at least back out there for the eighth inning. Renegades have had him go three innings before. So maybe I'd be asking a lot of him, potentially a nine-out save. All that would, like I said, be asking a lot out of one-year relievers. Wagner off second. He walked. He's dancing out there, and that'll lead the pitcher to step off the mound. It's a 1-1 count on Adonis Forte. Renegades lead this one 3-2 in the bottom of the seventh. Looking to extend their lead. 
This pitch way inside. Did that get him? It did. And that's going to be another base runner for the Renegades as Forte will trot on down to first base. So a hit by pitch for the Renegades gives Ty Wilmsmeyer a chance to step in and do some damage. Wagner still out at second base. He reached to get the inning going on a walk and then stole second. Hopkins then struck out before Forte was just hit by a pitch. Now first and second, one out for Wilmsmeyer who has walked and scored a run. First pitch just low and inside. And now 1-0 on Wilmsmeyer. Matashek waits on deck. Wilmsmeyer went the first six innings of this game. Is still in line for the win if the Renegades can hang on to this lead. Wilmsmeyer would get his second win in a row on the mound. 1-0 pitch, low and inside again, and now 2-0. Not a bad hitter in Matichek to have on deck if the Renegades were to load the bases. He's been delivering scorching hot hits the last couple of days when he's been in the lineup. Did have the couple of days off. 2-0 pitch. This one just nabs the outside corner for a called strike. Look to maybe be a close call there, but it nabs the outside corner. So now two balls and a strike. Wilmsmeyer looking to help his own cause here. He's now permanently in the DH role tonight. This one grounded weakly off the mound is Lukowski. He's going to go to second. They get one out there. No return throw. Is actually they throw back to third, but Wagner's in there safely. So now it's recorded, but moving up 90 feet away from home plate now is Wagner. Forte is retired on the fielder's choice for out number two. Nice athletic play there by the pitcher Lukowski as he quickly bounced off the mound and then made the throw to second, but too fast to get Wilmsmeyer. Wilmsmeyer too fast to have any chance of being doubled up. So now first and third with two outs now. Wagner at third, Wilmsmeyer at first after Forte is the force out at second base. First pitch to Matashek finds the zone, 0-1-1 on the Renegade's right fielder. Besides the RBI double in the first, Matashek has struck out swinging and then popped out to the shortstop. There's been a lot of pop outs hitting this game. I'll tell you that much. Throw over to first, Wilmsmeyer back in safely. You'd wonder if they'd potentially send him in motion here early on in this at bat. One, you get out of the force out at second base, but then also if they do throw down, Wilmsmeyer, one with the speed, is probably in there safely, but also Wagner could potentially come home and score. This one misses inside. It's now 1 1 on Matashek. Just joining us tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks for listening in. We've got a good one. A one run game. Renegade scored two in the first, one in the third. Mustang scoring one in the third and one in the seventh. It's a 3-2 game. Swing and a miss here by Matashek. Now a ball and two strikes. This game slowing down considerably, at least in the last inning or so, but we're still almost through seven innings. This game about an hour 55 underway. Quick throw over to first back in safely is Wilsmeyer. A lot of action on the bases in the top of this inning, in the top of the seventh for the Mustangs. They sent six batters to the plate. Only scored one run thanks to some timely pitching by Tanner Schmitz. One-two pitch. Wilmsmeyer going. This one slapped into left field. That's an RBI single. Matashek delivers his third RBI of the game. And the Renegades come right back with the run they just came up, gave up. And there they're actually calling something. And they might say that a balk was called before the pitch, which would take Matashek's RBI off the board. Man, would that be costly if that's the call. Wagner standing at home plate, wondering what they're going to rule here. Matashek just slapped one into left field for an RBI single, or at least it looked to be. But now the umpires are talking to see what the call was. 
And they're going to rule. No call was made. So that allows Wagner to score. And Matashek has just put the Renegades back out in front by two runs. His third BI of the game. Matashek now two for four. His stretch of excellent games continues. And the Renegades have just played add-on. On the play, Wilmsmeyer did move up to second base. He was pit pretty directly to the left fielder. And even though Wilmsmeyer was going, no chance to move up to third. But a clutch two-out RBI for Jack Matashek as Goring looks at a ball 1-0. Four two now Renegades lead this one outside. So now two and zero on Gorling. Three Renegades have reached this inning. Wagner walked, came around to score. Forte on a hit by pitch. Wilmsmeyer reached on a fielder's choice. So actually four have reached, and then Matishek just singled to left. Gorling off to the left side. That's a foul ball. So now two balls and a strike. Matishek has been huge for the Renegades, at least now for the last week and a half for sure. He's Although he missed a couple of games due to a hand injury, is seemingly on base multiple times every night. He's done it again here. Runner goes. Wilmsmeyer to third. The slide. He is in there safely with the stolen base. Also ball three on the play, but Wilmsmeyer has just swiped third. The second stolen base of the inning. So on the play, Gorling looked at actually strike two. I thought it was ball three, but it's actually two ball two strike counts. So tough with those when you're trying to look at the runner going to third and then the catch all at one time and now a quick meeting at the mound between the catcher Heimel the pitcher Lukowski Lukowski just came into the ball game to start this inning after Garen Johnson with the first six gave up three runs now Lukowski through his two-thirds of an inning has already given up one run and another stands 90 feet away in Ty Wilmsmeyer Matashek stayed at first on the stolen base runners at the corners two balls two strikes two outs and a two-run Renegades lead Pitch to Gorling is outside and away, and now it's run full. If Gorling were to walk to load the bases or drive home the run here and keep this game going, Jackson Lovich waits on deck, has hit a home run tonight. Big pitch, Lukowski delivers outside, and the bases are now loaded for Lovich as Gorling walks. Matashek was running on the full count pitch, but he's able to move up to second base, and now Ducks on the pond for the Renegades. How big would this be? Lovich first two homer game of the season and would drive home four Renegades runs. Wagner already in the inning. Wilmsmeyer at third, Matashek at second, and Gorling at first base. Here's Lukowski's pitch. Finds the outside corner to Lovich. That's a tough strike one. Outside the home run, Lovich just flew out to left and popped out to the third baseman. Here comes the 0-1. This one low and outside. Now we're even at a ball and a strike. Only one walk on the inning for Lukowski. That was just a moment ago to Goring on a 3-2 pitch. So has not been that wild. Not a huge set here to walk in a run. But bases are loaded. Force everywhere. Here's the 1-1. Swung on and missed. Lovich couldn't connect there. And now it's a one ball, two strike count to the third baseman tonight for the Renegades. Rocker Bomber waits on deck. But that would require the Renegades scoring at least one more run here in this inning. They lead 4-2 in the bottom of the seventh. Lukowski sets, here comes the one-two. This one hit hard but foul and out of play. Out in front of that one was Lovich and sent that one out of the stadium over the third baseline. So we'll do the one-two pitch again. Seventh batter of the inning for the Renegades in and Jackson Lovich bats with two outs and the bases loaded. He's behind though on a one-two count. Renegades up four-two, here's the pitch. 
called strike three. Look to be low and inside. That is a tough call right there. And Lowich will have to trot back to the dugout. So Renegades leave them loaded, but they do add a run as Jack Matishek singles to left to bring home Wagner. And we'll head to the eighth. Renegades, six outs to get. They lead this one four to two. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Renegades six outs away from a victory. And they'll turn to Tanner Schmitz for back-to-back -back innings to try and get them closer. Originally on the lineup card this morning, the plan was to try and go straight from Wounsmeyer to Wilson, then to Schmitz as the closer, but... Schmidt's having to enter the ball game a little bit earlier than expected in the seventh. So we'll see if they try to get a nine-out save out of him. Would be pretty incredible. But he has done it before. He's pitched three innings in a ball game a couple of weeks ago. Actually, a couple of days ago. I believe it was the one in Joplin. But back at the ballpark on this really nice Sunday night. It's been one of the more pleasant ones temperature-wise here at the ballpark at Vivian Field. Also, bark in the park, free ice cream. How much more could you ask for? except for maybe a Renegades win to close it out. First pitch delivered by Schmitz is up, so that's ball one to Wagner. It'll be Wagner, Corper, and Pauly, three, four, five in the Mustangs order. They need to rally once again, down by two runs, thanks to the Matashek RBI single. Schmitz getting a pitch out of the windup for the first time since entering this pitch. Just snaps the inside corner for a strike. Was going to say, if they didn't call that one there, that was even closer to the zone than the pitch that Lovich got run up, rung up on to end last inning. Just joining us, I'm Ben Schmidt, bringing you all of tonight's Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks so much for listening in with us. 1-1 pitch from Schmitz is grounded weakly. Shortstop on a bounce has got it. Hopkins, though, over to first, and it's caught by Gorling just in time for out number one. Nice work by Schmitz right there to dispose of Wagner. Actually, it was not a tough play for Hopkins, but because it was not hit all that hard, he had to wait back on the bounce and delivered a perfect throw, but it only beat the hustling runner Wagner by about a step. But regardless, it's out number one. Five outs now for the Renegades stand between them and a victory and would hold a five-game winning streak for the St. Joseph Mustangs. Corporal now in. He's 0 for 3. 
left-handed batter facing the right-hander Schmitz. Here's the pitch. This one off speed, and that misses. So now 1-0 on Corber. He's flown out, popped out, and struck out. Now he just needs a ground out to complete the uh, the Holy Trinity. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Corper. This one lined out to right, sinking fast, and that gets down in front of Matashek. That's going to be a one-out, R, not RBI single. There's no one on. Just a one-out single and a one-out base runner for the Mustangs. They've now going to bring the tying run to the plate. That'll be Michael Pauly. Listening got underway with a Wagner ground out, and then Corper just single to right. It was the fourth hit of the ball game for the Mustangs. They've been pretty well stifled, and that's actually going to be a pinch runner down at first base. Number 44, I will get you that in a second pinch running for Wagner at first base. So we'll see if that's just a straight switch. So Mustangs looking to add some speed. They go with a pinch runner out there at first base after Corper just singled. Excuse me, not Wag Wagner was not the one who singled. Corper was the one who singled. It is William Dryberg, the pinch runner, down there. So Dryberg comes in for the DH. That's probably why they ran there. They can just leave him at DH now. He's at first, here's the pitch, this one hit to left, that ball hit on a line, over is the left fielder, and making the running grab is Wagner. Nicely done by the Renegades left fielder, as that ball seemed to be heading for extra bases, but Wagner on the move ran it down, and that's a big out number two. That ball was absolutely ripped by Pauly, hit that one on the nose, and Wagner over to his right, made the catch, and that's out number two. So ground out a lineup so far this inning delivered by Schmitz, but Corper did reach on a single to right field before he was pinch ran for by the new runner Dryberg. So now dealing with the runner at first base, Gorling hurls him on. This pitch misses. Nope, actually on the outside zone. I don't really know about that one, but we'll take it. Keski's now behind and no one counts. Schmitz and out away from sending us to the bottom half of this inning with a Renegades 4-2 lead. He throws over to first back in there safely is Dryberg. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope you've enjoyed this one as much as I have because it's been a good game all night long. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Yes, and as Ashley mentioned, we are winning. That always plays a big factor. So 1-1 one, one the count now to Kesky. He's 0-2, a pop-out and a strikeout looking. Did walk and score the one run that the Mustangs put up in the seventh inning. Dryberg off of first. This one grounded to third. Lovich goes to a knee. He's got it. The throw to first is in time. More than in time, and that will end the inning. So Schmitz gives up the base runner but works around it. And the Renegades now just three more outs to get. We'll head to the bottom of the eighth. 4-2 our score. Renegades lead this one on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 
1-800-331-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Renegades coming to bat in the bottom of the eighth inning. And as they get ready to come to the bat, let me tell you about some bats. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company, handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they offer, offer, also offer I have but I've un been unable to say that the last couple times I've tried. But they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including littered skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. To find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Renegades are facing a new pitcher here on for the bottom of the eighth, looking to add even more to what is already a two-run lead. It'll be Jay Greco on to pitch this bottom of the eighth inning. Third pitcher that the St. Joseph Mustangs have used on the evening. Greco on in relief of Tanner Lukowski, who goes one inning, strikes out two, walks one, gives up one hit, and allowed one run to score. Thanks to Jack Matashek, who has three RBIs. Three out of the four, other one coming courtesy of Jackson Lovich. So now Greco on, starts his evening against TJ Rockerbomber and misses up and away for ball one. There'll be Rockerbomber, Ott, and Cole Wagner, the three batters, four, six, seven, eight, and the Renegades order due up. Renegades that here in the bottom of the eighth winning four to two this one not even making it to home plate and then took a nasty ricochet off the catcher hope he's all right and goes to the backstops now a two ball no strike counts on a rocker bomber he's 0 for three with a couple of pop outs and a strikeout swinging so greco the right-hander facing the light left-handed batting rocker bomber misses outside once again and now three and zero to the leadoff batter Renegades looking to get something going and add on in the bottom of the eighth inning. Looking ahead to the top of the ninth inning where the Mustangs will trail by two runs. Is this one in their called strike? They will have the bottom of their order due up. Jacks Heimel, Tyler Petrosino, and Noah Bodenhausen, 7-8-9 in their order. Although they were part of the things that got it going in the seventh, they'll have to do it again in the ninth if the Mustangs want to come back. 3-1 fouled off and now coming all the way back with 3-0 to run at full is Greco. He's got a 3-2 count against Rocker Bomber. Renegades scored two in the first, one in the third, and one in the seventh. Now just a couple outs away from their third straight win. Would be the first time they've done that all year. 3-2 fouled off, and we'll stay put right here. Renegades have consistently been inconsistent. That's what I've been going with because they have been able to get on any long winning streaks. Most they've won in a row is two games, but they also have not lost as many in a row. They also only lost at most two games in a row. Just continuously alternating and looking to try and find it here as we near the end of June called strike three to Rocker Bomber just nabs the inside corner 
And nice work by Greco coming all the way back from 3-0 to retire Rocker Bomber to lead off the inning. So now it'll be Colby Ottbatch with one out and nobody on. Ott's one for three. He doubled in the second, doubled the left field, and then was left stranded there. Ott now in facing Greco. First pitch up and in now, 1-0 count on Ott. Renegades are facing a team that's won five in a row in St. Joe. Jefferson City looking to win their third straight. 1-0 pitch to Ott, swung on a miss with a heat pass from there now, 1-0. 1-1, pardon me. If the Renegades can hold on and move to 9-9 on the season, it would be the first time they are at 500 since they were 2-2. Two Here's the 1-1 pitch, swung on a missed again, and now one ball, two strike count on Ots. Renegades have not been over 500 at any point in this entire season. They lost their first two games before evening it up 2-2. Two two. But chance now to at least even it up at 500, then maybe go to move over it on Tuesday. This one lined out to center field. That's going to get down, and that's a two-hit night for Colby Ott. He singles here with one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. And a two-strike count, Ots. Puts good wood on that one and lines it out to center field. And that's a one-out base runner for the Renegades. Can't see the bullpen for the Renegades, but at least right now I would guess that we will see Tanner Schmitz for the ninth after he pitched a pretty quick eighth inning. Even though he had to work in and around some trouble in the seventh, I think he's got enough left on the tank, but who knows? Only scheduled to try and use two relievers the Renegades had on the lineup card this morning, and they've already used them both. This pitch skips in there. Ott will stay at first base, though, but now 1-0 to Cole Wagner. He's been on all three times, all three of a walk. So he's had a good high at the plate, and now he's ahead 1-0. Taylor Hopkins waits on deck. It's now one ball, no strike counts. Here's the pitch to Wagner, this one in the dirt. Moving up to second base is Ott. The throw down there is nowhere near in time, and it actually gets us into center field, but Ott started to go and then holds at second base. Probably a good decision there. So Ott moves up to second base on the wild pitch. It did not kick away far, but Ott was more than ready to take advantage there. And now a one-out runner in scoring position for the Renegades. So Wagner now in a 2-0 count, looking for what would be walk number four on his night. Here's Greco's 2-0. Swung on, grounded back up the middle, over the pitcher, second baseman now on a hop, fields it, throws the first, and just in time to get the runner as Bodenhausen delivered a strike. And Wagner was hustling, but out by just about a step. And now there's two outs in this bottom of the eighth. Now batting number 19, Taylor Hopkins. Ott did move up to third base on the place. Now he's 90 feet away, but out number two is recorded off the ground out. So now Greco... Looking to get Hopkins right here to end this eighth. First pitch in there, a call strike to Hopkins. He's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts, but did get hit by a pitch in the fourth. If this inning was to continue, Forte waits on deck. Here comes the 0-1 pitch from Greco. This one snaps in there now, 0-2. A nice soft-speed pitch there. Looked to go with the curveball. And that one dropped right in the zone for strike two. Renegades will head to the bottom of the, excuse me, the top of the ninth with at least a two-run lead. 0-2 to Hopkins, swung and fouled off, we'll do it again. They could have an even bigger one if Hopkins can deliver with two outs on a runner on third. I said they will head to the ninth with a two-run lead. At least a two-run lead, hopefully more if Hopkins can deliver. 
Here comes the 0-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. And Greco strands the runner as Hopkins strikes out. So Renegades get a base runner on, but they keep just a two-run lead. And we'll head to the ninth. Three outs to go. And it'll be Tanner Schmitz looking to grab him. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Tanner Schmitz on now as the Renegades have three outs between them and their third straight victory. They'll face the bottom of this Mustangs lineup to try and get it done. It'll be 7-8-9 in the order. Heimel, Petrosino, and Bodenhausen. Renegades lead this one by a score of 4-2. to two. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, we're about to call a Renegades win here on the Show Me Sports Network. First pitch from Schmitz is just off the plate, low and away. So, ball one to Heimel. Heimel walked and moved up to third his last time out, but has also struck out and popped up. Schmitz into the lineup. Here comes the 1-0 pitch. This one grounded to third. Lovich has got it, and he kicks off his glove. That's going to allow a hit as Hopkins tried to make a play, but no time whatsoever to get high on That will go down as an error on the third baseman, Lovich, and that will bring the tying run to the plate. That ball was grounded to third and almost bounced off the edge of the grass, and once it took the hop on Lovich, kicked off his glove. Hopkins tried to make a Saving play there, but his throw, even though it made it to Gorling, not in time whatsoever as Heimel was moving pretty well up the first baseline. So now Heimel at first, Petrosino steps in. Renegades up 4-2, to two, tying run at the plate. Pitch is a off the outside corner. Looked to be close, but now I want to know count on Petrosino. He's 0-3, for is grounded out twice and popped out once. Schmidt's looking to convert a 9-out save, 3 innings. Came in in the 7th and has pitched since. This one is inside. It's now 2-0 and on Petrosino. That error to get this inning going was the first error made by either side all night. Here's the 2-0 pitch on the way. This one in there low, blocked by Rocker Bomber. But that runs the count on all three balls and no strikes and in danger of putting the tying run on base here. The Renegades are. Heimel at first, Petrosino in a 3-0 count, and Bodenhausen waits on deck. Schmitz now looking to get back on the mound, took a couple steps off, but now looks into Rocker Bomber. Rocker Bomber pumped his glove there too, almost trying to will his pitcher to put one in there. Here's a 3-0. This one does find the zone, and now a 3-ball, 1-strike count on the left-handed batting Petrosino. 
Renegades face this same team on Tuesday after the off day tomorrow. Good to snap their five-game winning streak. 3-1 outside, and that's ball four as back-to-back -back base runners reach to get this ninth inning going. Heimel moves up to second base on the walk, and that's going to lead to a meeting at the mound. Pitching coach out there to talk with Schmitz and Rockabomber along with the rest of the infield. It's Heimel at second base and Petrosino now at first after the air and the walk. Bodenhausen will come to the plate with Holden on deck. Renegades are holding on to what is a 4-2 lead. They led this one almost from the get-go. Scored two in the first, one in the third, and one again in the seventh. Mustangs scored one in the third and one in the seventh. So both times that the Mustangs scored, the Renegades came right back and played add-on. So some timely runs. Something we've seen this Renegades do a, a lot the last couple of days. Have not allowed the opposing team to really build a whole lot of momentum. And that's part of the reason why they're potentially three outs away from th win number three in a row. Would move them to 9-9 nine nine on the season. Sh mound meeting over. Schmidt's now back on the mound. And he's ready to face the one for two. Bodenhausen with two runners on. Runners take their leads. They don't hold them on. Renegade's almost expecting bunt here. It is, and it's going to be pulled back. Four strike, one called. Bodenhausen squared around, then pulled the bat back, but that one was on the outside corner for called strike one. There's Goring and Lovich almost on the infield grass at the corners. They are playing in, certainly expecting bunt once again here. So now 0-1 count, Schmitz ahead of Bodenhausen. Sewing bunt again, this time gets it down. Schmitz off the mound. He's going to take the play at first base. Almost throws it into right field, but Ott with some fancy footwork crossed over the bag to make the catch, and that's out number one. But the tying run now up into scoring position on the sacrifice bunt. Schmitz fired a fastball down there to first base, and Ott almost had to cross over the first base bag to make the catch and almost ran into Bodenhausen in the process, but was able to secure it. So out number one. Big out number one in this ninth inning, but now we go back to the top of the lineup with the tying run at second base. Renegades lead this one four to two with runners on second and third. Schmidt's got work to do. He's now faces Brady Holden, the leadoff batter and the center fielder. Schmidt sets at the belt. Here's the first pitch. This one loops in there as they throw to third. They've got the tag and they picked him off at third base. What a heads-up play by T.J. Rockerbomber as the runner off of third base and Heimel was too far off the bag. And Lovich applied the tag, and that's out number two. Renegades now an out away. What a huge base running gap by the Mustangs there. That could not be better timing for the Renegades as now the tying run moves to the plate instead of out there at second base. Excellent hookup there between Rockerbomber and Lovich, and more than enough time, and the only question would be whether Lovich could get the tag down. He did successfully. Makes up for the air that led off this inning, and now just a couple of strikes away. A 1-0 count to hold and on the ball. Runner still at second base. Here's Schmidt's delivery. This one up high. So now 2-0 count to hold in. He has reached a couple of times, and he actually reached three times all via walk. Scored once. That was in the third. So, Renegades let the first two reach before a sacrifice bunt and a pickoff has retired the last two. Up by two, four to two our score in the top of the ninth. Two outs and a runner on second. Two pitch on the way to Holden, hit in the air, out to left, should be playable for Wagner. He's moving under it, he sets the feet, and he makes the catch, that's a Renegades win. 
Tanner Schmitz, the three-inning save, gets nine outs, and the Renegades take this one by a score of 4-2, to two, and the Renegades for the third straight night will celebrate out on the mound. Center fielders do a chest bump out there, not the center fielders, the outfielders, as it was the center fielder Forte, the left fielder Wagner, the right fielder Matashek, and the Renegades will shake hands winning their third straight taking this one four to two they moved to nine to nine dropped the mustangs to 15 and eight snapped their five game five game winning streak and thanks to tanner schmitz pitching three innings to end this one renegades hold on to a 4-2 victory i'll be back in just a moment to break this one down but the renegades win it four to two our final score we'll be right back on the show me sports network Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Back to wrap things up here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmitz, bringing you Renegades coverage all night long. Hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. So the Renegades take this one by a final score of four to two. Ty Wilmsmeyer with the win, and Tanner Schmitz with the save, and Garen Johnson takes the loss on the evening for the Mustangs. So the Renegades with this win move to 9-9 on the season. They win their third straight. Mustangs drop to 15-8. Their five-game winning streak is snapped, and the Renegades take back-to-back -back games here at home. As joining us in just a moment, we will have a special guest on the post-game show. It's Jack Matashek. Jack, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. That one felt extra good. 
So you guys have now won three games in a row. I've been saying it for a couple games in a row now. It feels like you guys are close. You're starting to, starting to really see things come together. You guys kind of feel the same way there in that dugout? Uh, I think so. I think uh, our pitching's really carrying us through. I mean, Ty had, what, six or seven innings tonight? I mean, and Tanner comes out of the pen with three strong. I mean, doesn't get much better than that. And only giving up four hits and two runs, too. So now talking about you at the plate, you've been swinging a really good bat lately. I know you missed a couple games this week with the hand injury, but you get a double and a single tonight driving three runs. Are you just seeing the ball really well right now? So yeah, seeing the ball well and just staying relaxed in the box. Um, sometimes I get too big and <laughs> that 300 signs calling my name but I can dial it back and I think I've been doing a better job of that like I had a backside base hit tonight that uh, was a better swing than that double I'll tell you that right now so now to move on to because I have to ask this question because it's something we've brought up second games second game in a row now you switch from the bright red cleats to the white cleats is that uh, what led to that decision but it seems to be working out for you um the white cleats was just uh, I was tired of wearing the red ones uh I'll wear the red ones on the road. <laughs> okay. And, and after last night, I had four hits with the white cleats. I said, I'm not changing. Absolutely. <laughs> Blake mentioned that, too, at the start of this one. After you drove in the two runs in the first, like, it's got to be the cleats. You go four hits last night, score a couple times, and then tonight you get the RBI double to drive in two runs and then the single to drive another in in the seventh. So are you guys doing pretty good as an offense as a whole? Because it seems like things are at least clicking a little bit. I know you said the pitching's been carrying, but you have been able to see it tonight scoring four. A couple of nights ago, we scored ten. What are you guys thinking about offensively? Um, I think we're doing a better job of uh, just putting balls in play. We were striking out a lot at the beginning of the year, myself included, but uh, now we're doing a good job with getting moving runners over and getting runners in. So coming into this game today, you were hitting over 300. What are you looking to do now to have this thing continue into late stretches of June and of July, stay consistent at the plate? Stay consistent. Uh, like I had a, like I said, I had that backside line drive. If I could do that with two strikes every single time, I will. I would hit 500. <laughs> All righty. And then before I let you go to go celebrate with the guys, Tanner Schmitz out of the bullpen comes in and goes the last three innings, gets nine outs, and seals the victory for you guys. What does it say to have someone like that coming out of your bullpen to nail things down? Um, it's a, uh, it's a confidence booster for sure. You know, sometimes you you see some certain pitchers walk to the mound. And you're like, oh god. But with Tanner, you know he's going to fill up the zone. At the very least, that's what he'll do. All righty, before I let you go, anything else you want to say or you're about ready to go hang out with the guys? Uh, roll Gates. Absolutely. So off date and wrong before the Renegades are back at it in St. Joe on Tuesday. Thanks so much, Jack, for joining us. We'll be right back in just a moment. Final words is on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, calling at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense.
Final words now on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Just brought you a Renegades win. They took this one by a final score of 4-2. to two, Their third straight win. So let's get to the box score. Renegades, four runs on six hits. Did make one error. Meanwhile, the opposing St. Joseph Mustangs, they score two runs and only four hits. They take the loss. Garen Johnson got the start for the Mustangs. He went six innings, struck out eight, gave up four hits and three runs. Tanner Lukowski came in, pitched the seventh. He struck out two, walked one, gave up a hit and a run. And Jay Greco pitched the eighth, struck out two, gave up a hit and did not give up a run. Those were the three combined pitches that St. Joe used in their losing effort. Now for the Renegades, the team you really care about. Ty Wolmsmeyer getting the win tonight. He now moves to 2-0, and went six innings, four strikeouts, four walks, two hits, and a run. Kale Wilson in relief went, didn't get an out, faced two batters, got both of them walked, and then is charged with one earned run. Tanner Schmitz gets the save. He goes the last three innings, strikes out a batter, walks a batter, and gives up two hits, but does not give up a run. I want to highlight a couple of things couple plays tonight that really led to the Renegades win. First of all, the Jack Matashek 2-RBI double out to right field in the first inning really got things going for the Renegades scoring forte. And Wilsmeyer all the way from first. Wilsmeyer got a really good jump on that play too, so can't forget that. Then Jackson Lovich in the third inning, a home run on a wall scraper out to left field. His first home run on the season went the Renegades after their lead had just been cut in half, 2-1, to one, put them back out in front, 3-1, to one, thanks to Lovich's bomb. And then in the seventh, stolen base by Cole Wagner and then scored on an RBI single by Jack Matashek to left field. He talked about that one going out to left field. Felt even better than the right field double that he got in the first. So he gets two hits on the night, drives in three runs. That's on the offensive side, but got to talk about the play in the top of the ninth inning. The St. Joseph Mustangs had runners on second and third with only one out. Pitch was delivered to Brady Holden, and it was outside, but TJ Rockenbaumer fired down to third base and alertly covering the bag with Jackson Rovich. Lovich, pardon me, almost a perfect connection there from Lovich and Rockerbomber. And Lovich applied the tag to the runner who was too far off at third base. And Jax Heimel was picked off a big second out. And the Renegades were then able to get Holden to fly out for the last out and hang on for a 4-2 victory. It was another fun one here at the ballpark. But the Renegades are holding on to it. It got a little closer in the ninth, but Schmitz was able to lock it down and give the Renegades their third straight. It was a really nice night at the ballpark overall as we had free ice cream, bark at the park, and hope to see any of you guys listening who weren't able to make it out here at Vivian Field come soon. Well, that's just about it for me. Renegades grabbed their third win in a row. They moved to 9-9, nine and nine, take this one by a final score of 4-2. I want to say thanks so much to the second straight night, to the players that we had join us. Ross Lovich sat around with us for a couple of innings. Joe Hersler as well. And then on the postgame show, Jack Matashek talked about his three RBI performance. If you missed this one live, I guess you'd have to be listening to the archive at this point to really even hear be hearing this at this point. But regardless, thanks so much for everyone to tuning in on the Show Me Sports Network. It's been a lot of fun bringing you the broadcast the last couple of nights. And I'll be back on Tuesday in St. Joe, so stay tuned for that one. Pre-game will be just a few minutes before 7 o'clock before first pitch gets going between the Renegades and the Mustangs. So everyone, enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. Glad you spent it with me here on the Show Me Sports Network. And everyone, make sure to come back on Tuesday night for Renegades versus Mustangs. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, everybody. Take care. That's all for me for now. For Ben Schmitz, Ross Lovitz, Joe Hersler, and Jack Metaschek. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night, and we'll look forward to seeing you on Tuesday. Tuesday. Take care, everyone. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. 
By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.